Welcome back to 1010 Podcast with Michael and Adam and Robbie and Adam Jabay. He's basically Hi. on this show anyway. Like, how many times has he been on here is now? He, like is four? he or Hayward the most recurring guest? No, I think Hayward and James are tied. I've, I've been on, this is my third time, I think. Is I think. this your third or your fourth? This is third. Is it? This is third, is that it? I think. I think so. I thought it was fourth, but you're probably I think. Probably right. I, I think the first one was when Austin and I recorded like a collab oh, show yeah, with that's you. Four, then. Yeah, no, we, that's four then. Yeah, we did a show together, and then I think you've been on here without Austin three times. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, it, so we were talking about I think I listen is, to your show more than my show, for sure. I don't like the sound of my voice one bit. <laughs> I listen to your show more than my show. I don't listen to either yeah. show. <laughs> I listen to your show more Thanks, than ours. Mike. I will give you that. It's Thanks not, for the support, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> I listen to it now that Abe's on it. Is that better? Uh, unbelievable. He's, he's, better. he's better than you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And I fixed all your audio yeah. issues. Yeah, you, you you did help Abe a little bit. Although uh, it, uh, we did get a we got a couple of people yelling at us about the last couple episodes because the intro music was too loud. And I'm like, man, I don't even care about this at all. <laughs> he can he can send me the audio file. I'll look at it. I don't care. I don't I don't care about the speaker quality of your Chevy 1500 from 1998 at all. Like, That's true. The only people that listen to our <laughs> podcast are listening to it in their total shit track tower like track yeah. day car tower and it's got the worst or work van it's got or work van yeah. sony yeah. explode speakers from X-Plod. 1997 you gotta say it right say it right explod dude <laughs> no it had the little it had the line above the o didn't it yeah, yeah it did. you did audio I stuff i think so i guess you, i never you would those, never have bought explode yeah, no, no i know you couldn't have paid get, me to was, use that shit if it was now it'd be like memes there'd be memes of explode stuff oh for sure i'm did surprised you know, there is you know those still exist they i think they At still Walmart. exist there's do they i'm pretty sure I, I the last the last week i've been working on this big uh commercial job site and there's this drywall crew in there and like uh the the main dude on the drywall crew is probably 25 and he's got a boombox that he's got his phone plugged into, and all he listens to is like System of a Down Pandora. Fuck and yeah. Sony, dude, it's so bad. And then uh, a Sony Xplod is the uh, the brand of the stereo. So Hell yeah, I think they still I, exist. I figured you were going to tell us it was it was. Oh Polka my god, music. Robbie, what the fuck is that? It's a boombox. It's an Xplode boombox. And see, it's got the I line didn't know across they were the making, o. I didn't know they were making the boombox. Ha ha. Was, there I think it's more fun to say X-Plod. X-Plod's I, I <laughs> Do you know who has an X-Plod system in their car now? Who's that? Moog. Oh, Jesus Who's Moog? Uh, Mighty Car Mods. Mighty Car Mods. <laughs> that most recent car that he bought has X-Plod subs in the back. Jesus Christ. Man, X-Plod's bring me right back to high school. All my friends with their yep. like 94 yeah, Grand Prix. <laughs> I had yeah. some fucking X-Plod speakers when I was... God, I was young. 14, 13, 14? I, I have to admit, like, I have to admit like that, like, when my when my college roommate, we were, I was 17, he was 18, uh, when he pulled up in his white Pontiac Grand Prix, and he had Hell an yeah. X-Plod head unit, oh, yeah. and X-Plod speakers, and then, <laughs> and the, like, the icing on the cake was that all the lights in the uh, in the car, he had pulled all the, the 194 bulbs Hell, out. yes, he red, had. He had put red ones in. Yes, and he had. Everybody like, did that. Everybody fucking did that. I was like, dude, so, Josh Blocker, you are the king of town. This is amazing. Uh, <laughs> that was scene points when you're I don't 16. know if you could do it with the Grand Prix, but I know you could do it with the Cavalier and the Sunfire. You could pull the the knobs off of the HVAC unit, and you could peel the plastic off or the rubber coating off of it so that it was transparent, and then the light would yeah. shine from behind it. Then the whole thing could have been red. Whoa. Oh, yeah. man. Anybody, anybody who gets on the group this week and says that's fucking dumb, I didn't do that. 
Bullshit, Liar. you didn't. You did not. <laughs> Liars. Liar. Liar. Everybody did it when they were 16. Hell Every yeah. single person yeah. did. I had explode. I had, I, had the, I, had the, I had the flip down one. So then you would have the, just a screen, and then you could push the button, then it would flip down, then you could push the... like. Oh, I think the head unit in the Camaro is an explode. Really? I think sure. it is. I bet it is. <laughs> I think it is. So it had the screen. Did yours? Yours had the flip it's an down. Eight track. Yeah. It's an eight track X plot and a seventy eight. <laughs> yeah, that would be sweet. That Are you cool. kidding? I buy that right that now. That would be awesome. Somebody could, if they would make that. Sony, if you're listening. <laughs> yeah, it's probably <laughs> a pretty good product advice. Actually, it's super hipster now. Our eight tracks like coming back because vinyls vinyls are not cool anymore because they're cool. So the hipsters probably do want eight tracks now, don't they? I'll never find yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. But yours was the digital display one. Yeah. Maybe it wasn't even. Mine just slipped forward to put CDs in it. I didn't have that. But no, I just remember the Explodes having a freaking a really big knob, and it was like one inch further to the right than it should have been, and it seemed <laughs> weird. So you missed it? It's not centered. Like, no, like it just it was it seemed like asymmetrical or like wrong for stereos, and I don't I don't I remember that was the only thing I didn't like about the X Plod stereo. Yeah, you yeah you're right. That one's kind of off center. Yeah, the right one that Robbie pulled up. Yeah, I'm That's talking a, like circa like 1999. Yes, that was my X Plod generation. How old was I? 1990. I was 12. Yeah, Best been. Buy was relevant. That was the jam, yeah, dude. That might have been where I bought my X Plod stuff. Was See, Best Buy. Yeah, and you picked up your Creed CD too. At the same oh time. fuck yes, <laughs> yes you did. That was Yinging Twins with arms wide open, maybe. Oh god, yeah, man, dude, it's so good. I need to go back and listen to that whole album because it's it's like really bad, but they're really committed. is it though? They're really committed to how bad it is. So like, dude, in, how bad in can you 1999, that was like, I mean, that, that thing was like pretty much on repeat in my in my 91 Aerostar Again, minivan. Literally, everybody. Oh, you had an Aerostar? Everybody, I Hell did, yes. dude, with a four liter with the tow package. Hell thing. yeah. Burnouts. Did I don't, big old freaking Smokies. <laughs> this is going to piss some people off, too. But if anybody gets on the group and says that they didn't listen to Creed in 1999, Liars. I don't believe you. No, 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 everybody listened to that. Everybody's like, yeah, that cool story, bro. It's still better than Imagine Dragons. So, <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh, is that the, that, yeah. is, that is the van, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, that's a full, we that's got, an Aer- a, we got Aerostar, an Aerostar van here. That's the My, van uh, when we went on do, that road trip thing and we we're w- looking at that route for whatever we were looking at it for. Like, Three years ago, that dude that uh, completely oh, destroyed that blew Casey's that bathroom up, <laughs> and then a... just walked out the door. <laughs> Didn't even buy anything, and he got an Aerostar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's that's the that's when I when somebody says Aerostar, all I can think about is some dude in the middle of nowhere, small town Iowa, just completely shitting himself to death in a bathroom and then just leaving. Yeah, man. Yeah, her- How rude! Gives you the runs, dude. How rude! No, hey, watch yourself, young man. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> He had one bad experience that I don't even think was Casey's related. And now, sick. and now the pizza. Now I remember. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. That's uh, funny. I'll probably that was that was probably more to do with the evening before his drinking. It was probably more to do with. <laughs> I that, think the but. pizza made it may have exacerbated the issue. <laughs> it was like 25 minutes later and it got bubbly guts and it was... <laughs> no, that was the pizza, dude. That no was the way. Pizza. Yeah. Yes, no it was. way. I was feeling 100%, you know, like no problems. And then I got me some breakfast pizza uh, and it was like, I was like, man, Adam says these are really good. So, so maybe this Adam needs to have some. And so I bought a breakfast pizza and, and then it was like, wow, this is delicious. It's so and I good. I like got the phone out to text Adam and I was like... <laughs> Boom, boom, like the, the like the, the, and then it was, then it was oh like God, rushing gonna, to I customer's house. <laughs> Luckily, this customer had a bathroom in their garage. They had a big, uh, it's a detached 
garage and he's got a Hellcat in there and a spec Miata. And, and it turns out he listens to Slip Angle, which is cool. Slip Angle podcast powered by Moto IQ as of today, <laughs> by the way. Um, that, uh, yeah, he had, a, he had a bathroom in the garage, so I didn't have to punish the house bathroom there. But. That's violation of rule number one for me. You never use yeah. somebody else's bathroom. Well, this guy wasn't home, and he's. I've worked for him for years. Okay. I don't know. Well, where, I don't know where he found my podcast from, but uh, did he yeah. know it was you? Did he put all that stuff together and get there? Um. Well, if Willie's listening, he knows. Yeah, he's like fifteen episodes. He's like, wait a second, that guy sounds the same, <laughs> Adam Jabe. I, I don't. I. I don't know. He. He. Uh, he, he's more of a buddy of my dad's because they're like gun buddies. They like talk about reloading and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, I get that. He's one of those. He's one of those types. But he lives out in the sticks, and there's a Casey's in between here and there, and uh, oh. it's got good breakfast pizza. I can't. Uh, I can't say that I haven't bought it since. Could you have the man, bacon or the sausage? Uh, I don't know. It's all bacon just covered in is cheese. And it's delicious. Oh, it's so good. God, I love it so it much, is, dude. It's so good, and it makes me angry. And like, just I try got it one, one more time. I, I, I got slice one last week, and I was like, gosh, this is so good. Just try it one more time. Get a water Joe next time too. What's a water Joe? The caffeinated water. You can buy that at Casey's. Dustin oh, Nixon did it when back. he was coming through Iowa. He like purposely stopped at a Casey's to buy a water Joe. <laughs> I have never heard of water Joe. That sounds. I good. thought you listened to the podcast. Come on, we man. talk about water Joe all the time. Well, we used to. We used to. We haven't talked about him yeah, since. Yeah, that turned might have been like a hundred episodes ago. It's probably about it didn't right. entirely turn us down. I just. I'm really more into Lacroix right now, and you can make fun of me. Oh, for that a boy <laughs> got one right here. Man, I don't know. There, man, that pample moose though. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, Lacroix's pretty good, man. I don't know. It. Uh, I. I almost quit drinking because Lacroix was satisfying no, most didn't. of my. No, you did. Most of my. Most of my needs. My oral fixations. There was. I saw one in the grocery store called Hint, and I was like, Hint of Hint of Lime. That makes sense. That finally they have at least a, a, like embraced Acknowledged it. the craft. There- there's that, uh, I don't know what's called, bubble or something like that now. Yeah. Bubbly. I don't know if that's, or bu- is it bubbly? It's bubbly. Yeah, one of my coworkers drinks it. Oh, yeah, time. yeah, buble. 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 Oh, if it's called buble, then I'm in. <laughs> yeah. If I mean, it, it can be buble. whatever you want it to be. If you open it up and it you know hums a few sweet jazz tones to you, I'll drink that shit all day long. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> well, they're really the, missing uh, out on a marketing opportunity there, aren't they? <laughs> yes, <laughs> they are. <laughs> So get the thing that I don't get about these waters, since we're on water talk now. Sure. Um, You're on the water podcast. Yeah, the, the uh, number two water uh, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you are probably the number two water podcast. We probably are. There's, the num- there's somebody that's devoted their life to tasting water because there are water no. sommeliers. There are, yeah. <laughs> and I so heard somebody's about it on got a podcast. Your mom's, house, your mom's house podcast with the water champ, Christina Pazinski. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, uh, which is the greatest podcast I've ever heard in my, you know, in my opinion. Your mom's house is the jam. Um, the the bubbly water gives me it gives me heartburn, but there's it says there's like it's natural sweeteners and there's no calories and no anything. But why does it give me heartburn? I think there's something bad in there. There might be a lot of acid in it. I don't it know. Might be it acidic. Does, if it's, it's natural so flavored, it could be really acidic. I've been kind of on a Perrier kick with yes. there's a strawberry Perrier that's pretty. <laughs> what rare. has happened to you? you? Oh, here, let's just so good. let's blow it out of the water right now. You started collecting vintage watches. I mean, you're just yeah. What, what are you yeah. wearing for a watch right now? I thought we were. Did, friends. What's your wristwatch? Actually, right now I have a Fitbit. I have a Fitbit on right now, but uh, my my oh, wow. mechanical uh, hand wind watches are in the bathroom at the moment. So. 
Yeah, I don't know. Are you mad that Stop Adam looking Jabay so is proud. Don't look you. so proud about this, Michael. Just, just, <laughs> Jesus Christ! I'll bring I'll bring you some different some different waters at the next grid life. So I discovered watches like a while back because I was I was at my wife's grandma's house before she passed away and I was like, wow, that's a cool watch. This is like in a junk drawer, you know, like looking for a permanent marker or something like 10 years ago. And uh, she was like, oh, you can have that. It doesn't work. And so I brought it to my uh, it was it was her husband's watch before he passed away, my wife's grandfather. And uh, it was just like, you know, it's like kind of a nothing watch, but it's mechanical. And I thought that was cool. There's no batteries. So I brought it to a local jeweler and had it restored. And then I bought a matching one uh, with a different band so that like in case so I could just wear it to like the track. But I freaking dig watches that you wind with your fingers. I think that's so cool. <laughs> he gets it. He gets it. Yeah, it's pretty cool, man. I don't know. I'm not going to spend five grand on a Rolex like money bags over there. How <laughs> dare you? How dare you? Well, how, how much did you spend? You? Come on, let's be honest here. You got you got like a drift car on your wrist, man. That's too much. Man. We went so long without oh ever admitting. <laughs> I would. I almost made it. We went months. Oh, no. Yes, and we never oh, mentioned. Me yes. so happy. We never I bought made. a Rolex. <laughs> Fuck everyone. <laughs> I'm wearing it right now. We never mentioned. Fuck everybody. Much. Here it is. So, so my buddy, my buddy, who is a super conservative, uh, like. Money wise, it's not maybe not political wise, but yep. like he's really like he's a he's a penny pincher. You know? uh, he and I have worked on old Hondas forever, and uh, he he bought a nine nine six twin turbo Porsche a while back. So he's like, man, these things are bottomed out like in value. I'm gonna buy one of these. This is a really good place to put my four hundred one k. That's literally money like, or literally words that have come out of my mouth. So continue. <laughs> yeah. and, and this is like four years ago. Like when he paid like twenty eight thousand or something crazy for it. <laughs> no money and. Uh, and then, like, right afterwards, he bought a Rolex. I was like, man, what is going on with Dave? This is insane. And uh, he's like, dude, these things are good places to put money, too. And, like, it's way more fun than, like, a bank account. And you know what? It's totally right. <laughs> Stainless steel Rolexes are a great place to put money. Kiss yeah, my ass. it's, like, ass. always worth what you pay for it. <laughs> oh, uh, but I, but I, so I'm happy. Not, I'm not in that game. That game is that game's a little too crazy Don't get in me. this game. Anybody that's listening, don't. It's Don't a, get it's in this a trap. Game. Or it's a it's, it's a trap. Like there's like I'm on waiting lists for stuff and like it's so <laughs> stupid. Don't even don't even do it. Don't do it. Just well, don't even be well, there. No wonder you don't talk about drift cars anymore. You're all tied up on wristwatches. <laughs> yeah, it's no. Not not wrong. Hey, I got my engine back though. It's yeah, true. are you uh are you fully building that thing or is it just like a good refresh ah, rebuild? It's, yeah, it's slightly spiraled out of control. But it's <laughs> fine. Happens. It's fine. I'm trying not to overbuild it though, because that's what everybody always does. Is over. Yeah. Are you doing rods and pistons or just big rockers? Yeah, and, like, did that. Them? Now I've got the heads with the big rockers. Those are at the machine shop now, and they're being. He's testing them. He's going to test the springs and then send them back to me. And then I was like, well, if they're off, I might as well port and polish them. And then it's. But I will right. not. I refuse to change the cam. <laughs> I refuse to change the cam because the cam in this motor, the new one, is actually bigger than the one in the other motor. And I had the extended rockers at the 1.6 rockers. I'm not. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to change the cam. Have you done the math? You still have your piston to valve clearance with the bigger cam and the different rockers. Oh, that no. This would be this would be like taking a stock F body Camaro and putting the longer uh, the 1.6 rockers on it. So that's you're, you're still you're totally safe good. then. Yeah. Okay. Yep, yep. It'd be the same same compression ratio, and those heads have maybe been decked, but not enough to for it to matter okay are you doing rods or anything or are those things pretty strong already 
Uh, the rods that came in those are okay for what I'm doing. Um, but again, I'm trying not to be that guy because that car was plenty. That, in my opinion, that car is too fast for someone with less than three years of drifting experience. And the, uh, the, the too fast thing, like that's when, when you start saying your car is too fast and then you're like, ah, oh, this is too much. Like, I think that's finally, that, that's like the belt. You, you've reached like the bottom of the bell curve or the top of the bell curve. What do you want to say? It, uh, Man, I spent so many years trying to get there, and I never knew I'd get there. And then all, all of a sudden, I'm building a 150 horsepower car instead of <laughs> the the too fast place is a good place to be. You're, well, you're probably the best yeah. Place. I just want to. I my thing is when I'm drifting, I kind of just want to be really super aggressive. And it seems mm-hmm. like the higher output cars, at least if when you don't have that experience, don't respond as well to that because they'll just spin you around. Well, power I mean, brakes stuff too, and wrenching. Even if you got yeah. a track dad, wrenching is not as fun as driving. So. No, right, exactly. Like I would have definitely been. This is this is the one time I will say this. I would have been better off with a Miata than doing this, but I had this, so I just finished it. So you also bought this <clears throat> when you thought drifting was dumb. I did, and then Jabay ruined that for you. Yeah, actually, yeah, this is your fault. <laughs> uh, everybody says these I things have like, are my fault, and I have I'm like, like three Rolex. How do you even now? sleep at night? Uh, I've uh, ruined pretty well, so many actually, people's because I, lives because I work two jobs and I'm super stressed out and winter blows. <laughs> Word I was up. in the shower after work, like just warming up because I was so cold all day, you know, so because my times. life is stupid and broken. And, uh, and I was thinking, man, <laughs> Jesus, I could do dude. like a, I could do a pretty good monologue on 10 cents tonight about, uh, about how winter is terrible and, and it makes me depressed. And now I'm like all happy again because I'm talking to 10 tense guys. So I was like super depressed in the shower and I had this like really good rant. And now I forgot all of it. That's what we do. We bring people up. We try to bring Even people Even with our, our depressing podcasts, we bring people up. The, yeah. The, it was the, pretty dark a few weeks ago, man. That was a bad Monday. Everybody loved it. Like, this is the best show you've done in months. People were like posting, uh-huh. they were putting it on their Instagram stories and stuff, like people that don't do that normally. And they're like, this is great. I'm like, that episode was messed up. That's <laughs> yeah. On, on the drive home, I'm like, I'm talking about some fucked up shit. Yeah, on the drive home, I'm like, that's the worst episode we've ever done. No, people loved it. <laughs> it was, was the worst great. one. Great. <laughs> you were dying. Yeah. That's, this should have been a fun one talking about a new car. Worst episode ever. <laughs> no, I get, I get that too. Like we, we record a show or I recorded a show with Ross Bentley uh, that's coming out on his on his podcast uh, tomorrow or Friday or whenever he airs. And uh, and I don't even remember what we talked about, but I don't remember like coming away feeling like, wow, that was great. But it'll probably be fine. Like it's <laughs> usually when you don't remember it being awesome, it was probably fine. Yeah, it's never as bad as I think it is. Yeah, no, it never is. I mean, people always somehow keep listening, but... That is yeah. that is the crazy thing about it. Well, yeah, I didn't. I don't. I don't know what happens to the group on Mondays. They just go a little nuts, and it's not even related <laughs> to the show. Most of the time, they not just go fucking time. crazy yeah. on Monday. Yeah, well, Monday I mean, sucks. they just need something to do that's yeah, it's, not it's, Monday. They've had a good. They've had whatever they did all weekend. Then they're back at work on Monday. It's like okay, I need I need to latch on to my friends. I literally went back and counted this week's posts on Monday. It was twenty. <laughs> you don't have to count those. They, they give you the it's analytics for it as an admin, you know. Uh, when I pulled it up, it only gives me seven day. It oh. doesn't give me. It okay. gives me seven and thirty day. It doesn't give me like the day. Oh, okay. La- last day. Monday, uh, last Monday, I flew in from uh, from Los Angeles uh, on the red eye, and uh, and I downloaded the show before I got on the plane, and I felt I actually did. I was able to sleep on the plane, which is something I don't normally do because my knees are usually in the seat behind, in front of me, you know. But uh, but Abe and I had exit row, uh, and so it was time to sleep. High class. But, um, I, I got, I got off the plane and I was like, Oh, 
I got to post this picture to 1010's group. And I, and then I was like, shit, I didn't even take that picture. I only thought about it. And it was, uh, and it, we were at, we were at streets of Willow last weekend and, uh, for a grid life, I think we called it streets special or whatever, yes. but the, uh, that's what um, that was, that was a market. Some, was, somebody in marketing picked yeah. that. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not, that's not my department, man. I'm my, my department is like the don't let people get killed department, which that track is pretty sketchy and like the corner workers put themselves in bad places, but I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> but, uh, Mike Donnelly uh, in that red RX eight, he's a listener of yours. Uh, yep. and he had a 10 tenths podcast shirt on yeah. and I was like, damn, in the driver's meeting, I think I was like, I gotta take a picture of that. And then I, and then I got off the airplane like 12 hours later and I was like, oh, I gotta post that picture. That's all I was right. like, shit, I didn't, I didn't take that picture. <laughs> <laughs> We're looking at Mike he, Donnelly he on Speed Hunters right now. Yeah, he got yeah, he was he was sporting your wares the other day, man. So yeah, ha- that's good. awesome. That's good. Have you seen the, the your uh, Speed Hunters article? Your most uh, recent? No, I have not. There's multiple pictures of Mike and his RX8 in there. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Yeah, you should you should have given him some more ten tenth stickers because I didn't see any on his car. I about no. called him out for it. I was noticed that there's not enough ten. I don't know if we've ever sent him one. Have his car is pretty rad. Yeah, I, I love I the air dam on that thing. Pretty he got a car. shirt from us at some point, maybe a vibrant shirt, and it took me way too long to oh. ship him, so I sent a bunch of stickers. Yeah, he should have had some. Mike, Mike. I, I didn't see him. They might, they might have been there. there, there was a, it. it was a it's really fun. busy day. It's, it, it's hard running like an entire event in a one-day format like that, which is something we don't normally do. Um, because you got to do all the busy work in the morning, and then you don't get like any breather time because you're done at five. You know, usually we're like you, know, you get the breather time the night, but the night in the middle, and then there's like two or three or four days or whatever we do now. But it uh, one-day events are bangers man it's busy well it's also really nice that you were so familiar with the facilities and whatnot because you've been uh, there yeah. so many times <laughs> <laughs> i did get uh, i did get the day before austin was uh, austin who uh, co-host of slip angle podcast uh, <laughs> brought to you by you should bought, no, powered you by, by powered by moto <laughs> thank IQ you or, my, my group chat with uh with the slip angle dudes is like buzzing right now because uh because of all the moto iq stuff but um I, my phone keeps going boop, boop, uh, on the, if you hear that on the call on this on this that's what that is but um austin was uh was running an event there the day before which happened to work out pretty well because you know him and his wife were our timing team uh and for the grid life event because we didn't want to ship the timing team out either but uh uh, so I got to see the event or see the track a little bit the day before, which is pretty cool. It's a, it's a cool facility. Willow Springs is rad. Uh, it, there's three tracks and then there's an oval track also in the same facility. It's this huge, like side of a mountain in, uh, the high desert in California. Um, but it, uh, it's old and like, I think it's the oldest continuously running road course in America. Mm. Um, 1953, I think is when it said it was. On their sign, it says the oldest you know course in America or whatever. But uh, I don't know if that's totally true, but it's true in California. But it, uh, <laughs> Big Willow Springs is rad. PCA Porsche Club of America you know, on brand for Michael. Yes, I'm listening. Was, uh, was they they were running there the same time as us, and um, basically the paddock for Streets of Willow uh, runs along like it, it's it's along the side of the big straightaway, which got a kink in it and stuff. And, and the cars around the kink, which is kind of a, it's a gradual right-hander. Um, they're going about like 120 to 150. And, uh, and then their exhaust pipes are aimed right at the paddock for streets of Willow. And, uh, so it was pretty cool, like glorious day noise wise with, uh, the PCA cars kind of aiming at us at like a hundred some miles an hour. 
but uh, it's I want to rent that whole facility out and do a, like a full grid life uh, event um, on all three tracks at the same time, which would be so it would be luxurious from a track time perspective. But man, I'd need like three of everybody. You'd be so stressed. wait. He needs you need three more people. How many? Uh, yeah, One, I two, need a few more motorsports three. directors. I think there's three. More. Yeah, there's there's three people here, and you need so, three people. So they got this horse thief mile, which is like higher up on the mountain. I've heard and that's that like where drifters the, that's are where the, like yeah, way the into place. that course. Just, it, yeah. It's me. The whole place is yeah. You can see it from Streetsville. The whole place is like covered in in tire tracks. The horse I guess it's like mile. a I guess it's kind of sketchy. Right? It's like a downhill thing, and you're drifting. With Down that, yeah. yeah, and I, I it guess looks it's like a, there's a jump in there too. I think so. Like, yes, <laughs> it looks really cool. So you could run drift up there, and you okay. can run Big Willow, and you can run Skates of Willow, and you could like alternate between Time Attack, HPD, whatever. It'd be so many tracks at the same time, and the place is like it's kind of like, uh, like picture a desert junkyard like full of trucks and cars and stuff, and then like yes, like put a track and put a track in the middle of it. That's kind of what it is. There's like old fire engines like laying next to it and it's a really weird rad place and like it's reasonable cost to rent and stuff but i don't know i kind of fell in love with the facility i want to do more events there well, that's cool yeah it was a good week we, we had a good time you talking about drift cars jumping maybe have you seen those japanese the crazy japanese guys that like get a bisu yes. will actually like jump and go into a corner backwards yeah yeah and it's yeah. absolutely Wild. insanity yes that's just yeah. what that made me Makes think me- of Makes me excited. It makes me feel less talented because I couldn't do that. You just haven't tried it enough. You'll be yeah. fine. I need to build a drift car, but I don't. don't you have I'm a kind V8 of like swap giving something? up on. I'm giving up on like projects for a while. I got to finish the hatchback build and then race some Grid Life Touring Cup and then call it good for a few years. I'm, I'm burning myself out like at a rapid rate, like really, really, really hard. Um, I believe that. And yeah, it. it uh, I got to finish this car. It's the only car I own now. Um, and I got to finish it and I got to drive it and I have to enjoy myself for a few years. I think it makes me sad that you had to sell the Fraser. I understand why you did it. I get it. There's no, yeah, I don't there's no even time like, and no disagree space with and it, like no money. And it's who bought it. Do we know who bought it? It's in Texas. Uh, it's a, it's a dude in Austin, Texas. Uh, he listens to Slip Angle sometimes, and he races auto. He does autocross stuff, and uh, he's on the forum that shall not be named. That's um, fine. Yeah, and uh, he's he he took it all apart right away. Uh, he's been into super bikes too, so he kind of knows motorcycles more than I did. Um, he's got an LS swap two forty. Yeah, which is, <laughs> I love this guy. He's good people. Yeah, and he's like real DIY too. Like he's he's like yeah, I just made this intake manifold and I like zap these mounts together myself and like yeah. check out this truck transmission I like made an adapter for. You know, does he need a friend? Um, I'll be his friend. No, he probably works he by himself. Texas, dude. Texas looks well, right. We could talk to each other via text oh, once so by once yourself, yeah. doing stuff. Um, um, we, could this, be, we could be best friends. I'm putting this 900 pound T56 in by myself. Yeah, man. What are you doing? Did you see the? Someone said there, like it was a meme. It goes, "Some of you have never bench pressed a transmission yeah, up into a tunnel by yourself, and it shows." Yeah. I'm like that's all of you. <laughs> <laughs> that's I, only I insane people heaviest. do that. Dude, there's there's way heavier. My truck transmission is cast iron, and I put that shit in myself the other day, and that sucked. It was so heavy, and I used a floor jack, and I still got the last little like push, you know. Yep. The thing weighs it weighs three hundred eighty pounds or something crazy. (laughs) Um, Yeah, T fifty six can suck these nuts, man. (laughs) They don't weigh anything. The SR twenties was heavier. 
Yeah, so they did took apart the R1 motor in the Fraser, and, I, and he said that it was the pistons hitting the head. That was the noise that it was making. Ooh, ooh, not um, good. How does that after happen? My, well, after the, I probably didn't, t- I didn't tell many people this, but I took it to the track, um, and dude, it was glorious. It was so good. Yeah. I took it to our Honda meet, our, our Honda meet event. Um, <laughs> Richard, uh, Richard, my English buddy who, li- who lived in our basement this summer, he and I like thrashed on it to get it ready. And, uh, like pulling the clutch apart, fixing all the dumb things. It was like all kinds of little pain in the butt stuff to get ready. And, uh, we got it ready and it was running and it was sweet and it was amazing. And shifting with a sequential is amazing. And, uh, I took it on track and then like did a, did a little, you know, you know, did a kind of a feeler session and it felt so good and it was so rad. Um, and, uh, and then the next session, an oil cooler line, I don't know how, but they're like compression lines. Uh, it threaded off and, and popped off. Um, so I must not have had it torqued enough. I think it was because the line was like bouncing just a little bit and then like untorqued it. And I probably hadn't, you know, made it super tight. Um, so it, for, a, for, for a split second, it was running without oil pressure and I killed it like immediately. Uh, last session of the day on our fri- on Friday of Honda Meet, uh, I oiled my own track down. <laughs> Damn it, Jube! Uh, <laughs> so it, yeah, it, it's got a, it had a full flat bottom except for the spot like right below the oil cooler line that came off. So of like literally the line came off and like aimed right through a Shot hole. Through the <laughs> hole. Yeah, of course it would. Of course yeah, it would. Yeah. Why wouldn't it? Three hundred dollars in oil dry later. Oh, it was man. Uh, was cleaned up, but luckily it was like the last two minutes of the last session of the day, but. Um, and then it was fine. Like I fixed it and put new oil in it and it would, it had good oil pressure and I did a few more sessions and then, um, I came in off the track and the car was hot and it was running good. And then I started it back up like to, to go out for the last session of the weekend on Sunday. And, uh, and then it like at idle, it was fine. And then I rubbed it and it had like a, like a non RPM dependent kind of knock. And, uh, and he thinks it was just the, the, the rod bearings start to wear out just a little bit. And the piston to cylinder head clearances are so tight that if you get like 10 thousandths extra, like they, they start to just tap and it doesn't sound like, like a bang, bang, bang. It's like a, it sounded like something was like broken off and bouncing around in the transmission. That was like the noise. It was a weird noise, but, uh, yeah, and and it should all be reusable. He said he just can put new rod bearings in it. So hopefully it's hopefully it's good for him. It's really more of an autocross car than a track day car, anyway. But why do you say that? Yeah, uh, safety wise. Oh, um, that's right. That was what you were most concerned about. I remember that now. Yeah, like it's 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 really really well built for what it is, and what it is is like it was built in '93, but it was built in New Zealand. It's like a for anybody who doesn't know, it kind of looks like a spec racer Ford, like what James has. Only it's um, not built as robustly it's not built to like bang wheels on a racetrack it's it's really a lotus seven with one it's built out of one inch round tubing and it's got like a bolt-on roll bar in the back oh just one inch the whole thing's just one, one inch. Yeah. one inch round tubing and then it's got a one inch square tubing like on the floor just the floor like kicking off of the main of it and that's like the the barge boards or whatever you want to call them yeah um to like be the bottom of the side pods is is one inch square um, so, but it's, it's all chromoly and it's beautifully built and it's got, but the roll cage is like inch and three eighths and small. And it's, it's not something I'd want to collide with anything in. I wouldn't want to roll over in it. I wouldn't want to hit the wall. I wouldn't want to do any of that with it. You know, so you'd be doing um, a lot of 
disassembling and refabricating if you were going to no, build you'd it be like you'd be, do, you'd be you'd be dying. You start <laughs> over. If you're going to try and fix it, you start over. Yeah, if you're going to try and fix it, like good, good because you didn't die in it. <laughs> I well, was like literally worried for my safety in the car, um, and, and it's fine at Gingerman because Gingerman you spin off and like usually you just. Oh no! Of course, of yeah. course. We lost him. Thirty-one. Are you back? Thirty-one yeah, fifty-nine. Yeah, yeah you're no, right. we, Go yeah. we got a little edit yeah, got, mark in there, but I it's got okay. a phone call. Sorry. That's all right. Uh, yeah, we tried to use my computer for Skype, but it wasn't working. But I'm on the phone. Um, yeah, it's not something I want to want to crash. Uh, so that was like, you know, I don't do autocross stuff very much. So, you know, what do I own this thing for? But fair yeah, enough. It's a, it, it was a good experience, though. It's like one of them cars that, like, uh, I'll never forget all the projects working on it. And like, I, I learned a lot about motor superbike stuff, and it was it was rad. Uh, but now is probably not the time for a project like that, especially with me developing a race series, basically centered around like what me and my friends do with race cars. I should probably finish my race car. So, <laughs> so let's talk yeah. about your race series. Yeah, we, we, uh, we're doing grid life touring cup. That's what it's going to be. Uh, we're, we're, we're doing it four events this year. We're doing the mid Ohio, uh, Midwest festival, uh, Blackhawk farms, our smaller event, uh, which which you guys should come to. That's like the, the my favorite camping event and hangout event of the year. Yeah, we should we should go. Really uh, should. It falls on my it, girlfriend's it, birthday weekend every year. It. We'll and, go. Uh, just just bring her out, man. It's well, the, it's just a it's, beautiful it's a picnic. Track. That's what I'm hoping to do, but it's not as easy as it sounds. We'll see. Yeah, and then we're doing it at Road America too, so you can come there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So so I'm excited about doing wheel to wheel like good life. Something I've been working on since since early 2015 uh, we're finally doing it so so what's kind of the basis of the rule set there um because i know it's uh, real short and sweet which is is yeah it's simple uh simplicity and kind of an open a little bit more open to the kind of the not not the time attack mindset but like similar you know like the tuner mindset like um, many other wheel to wheel classes have like pretty tight restrictions on aero and like engine mods and like stuff like that. Um, which, you know, the power to weight classes, it's not really a power to weight class, but it sort of is. Um, it, uh, the power to weight classes are a little bit appealing in some, but there's not that many of them in wheel to wheel. Um, so it, it, we tried to look at, uh, a huge array of cars that run similar lap times in many different series. And if you look at like the, the, the records of so many classes, be it, you know, the space agency or SCCA, like a lot of the, cl- a lot of the cars run similar lap times, like within a second, you know? Um, right. and we tried to like just distill down, like what, what is, what are the, what are the popular cars there, uh, in those groups? And then we looked at chump and lemons and it's like, well, a lot of these cars, you know, in the slower, in the slower groups, um, they're within like, you know, a pretty feasible, you know, they could race together. Um, and, um, and then we looked at Australian improved production, which if you haven't seen it, those videos are amazing. It's like everything from ancient RX sevens to like Holden V eight, some shits to like AE 86s and Honda civics. And, um, uh, it's, uh, we tried to look at those rules and see what's cool about those. And then we kind of just built a more open, uh, rule set, but focusing on the things that we feel like make, you know, make the speed, which is, uh, power, weight, um, and the ratio therein, and then tire size for the power to weight. We tried to balance 
uh, it's probably going to be a little bit of a moving target, but we're trying to balance the street tires versus our compounds versus kind of the middle of the road, our compounds, which we're calling semi-slicks, you know, because there's faster and slower R compounds that both look the same, you know, like Hoosiers and Maxis and stuff like that. But, um, we're trying to balance a lot of different things and then arrow, um, but, uh, but kind of let people build the car that they want to build within, you know, within some, you know, some semblance of the rule set and then, uh, hopefully have a pretty fun wheel to wheel, uh, series. So, um, the, kind of the part that you take your, you take your peak horsepower and you divide it by 0.08 and that's kind of your rough weight, um, your weight with driver. And then there's a tire calculator, uh, chart, which is basically, you know, street tires can be a little bit wider than Hoosiers. And then the semi slicks can be like right in between. And, uh, and then that's a, it's a chart that kind of ratchets up per per weight so big heavy cars get like 275s and tiny cars get 205s and uh yeah so that's that's what we built and it got pretty well received we, we launched it on christmas day and um the like the, the the rule set um and we haven't made many changes we made some errors and omissions kind of changes but uh it's been largely the same since then but people really liked the the initial kind of the the initial like guess you'd call it the philosophy of the class and uh yeah we we hate we even had people buy in for the season we've had a we have i think we have half a dozen cars buy for the season and then my rules committee is all kind of committed to the season so there's there's 10 cars right there and then um yes sales are going pretty strong i think we're gonna have a pretty i think we'll probably have close to 30 cars at midwest festival and (laughs) Ohio. those those are the only two that are open right now but that's awesome um, so I'm in yeah. the group for it. You have a Facebook group going for it, and I'm in that group. And I remember because I got in it pretty early on, and and at first people are just you know posting there, for the most part Hondas because that was kind of your group of friends and stuff like that. Yeah, and that's Hondas and Miatas, you know. You know, and you get yeah, you get a few. Ma- and then there was like some guys showed up with like a crazy Jetta or something like a ton of arrow on it, and it's like yeah, man, if I put a like a restrictor, like and, an air you know. restrictor and a smaller turbo on there, like I could race this like that. Was it looked like a full fledged time attack car? Yep. Yeah, yeah. But it had and the right actually, cage in it. He's been to our uh, our Road Atlanta festival, and his his brother is like him and his brother are MMA fighters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're it's uh, they're interesting. They're interesting dudes, but they got they're like yeah, it's full fledged time attack stuff. Uh, right. And like, yeah, all you gotta do is take a bunch of power away, um, and, and it's and it could fit, you know. And then there's some guy that comes in there with like some V6 SN95 Mustang, and he's like, "Man, with just like a few small changes to this car, like me and a bunch of my friends who built these cars and don't really have a place to run yeah. with them because the class went away or something like that, like we yeah. could fit in yeah. this." And I'm like, Hondas. And a arrowed out Jetta and a bunch of Miatas and Mustangs all on the track at once, racing wheel to wheel. This is gonna be awesome. Why? <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm hoping that we can find a pretty decent balance without like you know without getting too uh, without like wrecking it. Uh, and there's a lot of ways you can wreck a wheel to wheel class in the eyes of the competitors. You can start making you know if the rules are like a, a moving target and people are always having to make changes or add weight or or whatever. Um, that's never like fun. Um, I think that, like the guiding principle is going to be like, well, let's just go have a bunch of fun. Um, and the, I don't want to do season championship cause I don't like points racing that much. Uh, we tried to get away from that a little bit with time attack this year. We're doing more of a runoffs style championship with, uh, 
with uh, bracket battles. Um, but the, the season points will seed the brackets for time attack. Um, but we're trying to make every weekend kind of a individual championship style weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it'll be like half a dozen fun races, like shorter races where you don't burn the car down. You don't wreck all your brake pads. You don't super cycle the tires. Um, just, you know, like we talked to a lot of our, our, our instructors and our wheel to wheel buddies, uh, most of them who, most of our instructors run wheel to wheel with, with us or have ran wheel to wheel. And then they instruct with us. Um, and like, just kind of felt out like, yeah, what would you, what would be the most fun race weekend? And kind of, it kept coming back to like, yeah, just just do a bunch of races instead of like one on Sunday and two on Saturday, you know, let's, let's try to do like six shorter ones. You know, similar track time, but just like, and that fits better into our regular programming schedule with a grid life event, you know, because we do 20 minute sessions for most things. But, um, yeah, the, the, uh, kind of the, the main goal though is to get this to festivals and on the live stream and show wheel to wheel to the kids who are watching trackside or on the live streams. Um, because you don't see kind of attainable wheel to wheel anywhere anymore. Um, unless you're like, unless you're like looking back and cause you raced in it. Uh, it's, it's not something that's in the, you know, most people don't see that stuff. Like 19 year old kids don't watch wheel to wheel besides maybe a little bit of IMSA sometimes, but not many. Yeah. Um, the most entry level you can, find without yeah. like searching it out is pwc and that's hardly chump yeah and it's and, and and like you know we've got like three to six thousand kids trackside at festivals like if we put wheel to wheel in front of them um maybe that's good for wheel to wheel long term maybe it takes it and, and ratchets the age bracket down and uh and makes it cool you know like in the last five years the time attack mindset in the u.s has came up a lot and and uh, I think some of that's in part due to grid life stuff. So we have this like platform. Um, so maybe we can bring the, uh, you know, bring the, maybe, maybe we can float the boat of, uh, of wheel to wheel up with the younger crowd a little bit too. And that's good for SCCA. It's good for NASA. It's good for everybody, you know? So, um, you know, we don't want to, we don't want to shut anybody's sanctioning body down. We don't, we don't desire that they take their cars, that take their cars away from them or anything. We're throwing a few fun events, to to do fun things with our friends and also to hopefully make uh, wheel to wheel a cool thing in forty years, thirty years, whenever we have time to do it, you know. Sure. And I was so, yeah. I was uh, I'm going to name drop. I was talking to Hayward yesterday, and um, <laughs> Hayward Wagner with the SCCA, and he said yeah. we were talking about um, just I guess how how some of these types of racing appeal to different groups, and I think the jump from from doing autocross or just being one of those kids that aspires to do more stuff on track all the way to wheel to wheel is like a little bit of it. It's kind of hard for people to conceptualize. It's daunting. It's yeah, a little it seems too like much. A huge it feels like there's jump. a big barrier to entry, even yeah. though there's really not, but it does feel like it's such a big step. Yeah. But if they can kind of, you know, leapfrog from, okay, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to take my car to an autocross and like, okay, that's cool. And so now I'm going to look at maybe doing some HPDE and then I'm going to do some time attack. And then they can, but at that point too, they're kind of seasoned and they can go, I would like to do this type of wheel-to-wheel racing. Like, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? They're not just like, uh, I'm just going to go buy a spec Miata and I'm going to do this. You know, it's kind of like, ah, eh, that doesn't really fit what I want to do. Or like James, for instance, like he bought the spec racing yeah. Ford. You can, you can make, I think you can make a more intelligent decision about what you want to do um, as far as, 
wheel to wheel racing and then, you know, run with it, whatever but organization. I, I, I think I, mean, I, I was really attracted to, um, like I've, I've been a Honda guy forever. And so I, when I wanted to go wheel to wheel racing and sprint racing, I'd done some lemons and stuff. And, uh, and so I thought, well, what's a good spot for an old EF Honda, you know, EF like 88 to 91 Honda. And, uh, SCCA improved touring a was you know, ITA. That was the, I, I bought an ITA car and that was like, yeah, it was a pretty cool class. Uh, and I raced that for a couple of years and then super touring light, uh, STL was a little bit more attractive because you could, you could do engine swaps, which is kind of an unheard of thing in SCCA up until then. Uh, unless you go like ITE, just to, uh, improved touring experimental, which is like regional only and like kind of a run what you're brung and nobody's in it. Um, it, uh, that was a, tra- STL was attractive to me, but there's also a bunch of rules and it's a popular class. It's a rad class, but, uh, there's a bunch of rules in there that kind of make it like, you got to build a pretty expensive engine. Um, especially as the class is finding its real pace, you know, um, it, uh, racing is expensive. Um, and power to weight racing can get expensive and weird too. And I'm sure we'll find plenty of hurdles in it, but, uh, um, a big part of the reason I wanted to bring some wheel to wheel was to show it to spectators. And then also because I don't have any time to race with anybody else. I love SCCA and I love Hayward and I love all the, all my friends that I've made there, but I, you know, I'm busy right now. So maybe I built my own wheel to wheel series. <laughs> yeah. So, fair enough. Uh, that's, that's part of it. But, uh, no, I'm, I, I, I had a lot of fun racing SCCA and I'll, I'll do it again, uh, for sure. Um, I got to renew my membership before the 25th. Reminds me. Like, I got my. I screwed that up. I screwed that up last year. Yep. I did. If I'm honest, the year before, I didn't, actually. didn't do that correctly. There wasn't anything yeah. on my calendar, and I just kind of didn't do it. I don't want Hayward to be mad at me, so I'll, I'll, find I'll definitely renew. Yeah, he, he'll, he'll notice when your name comes across. like, hey, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> I, I want to get my 10 years in, you know? It, uh, but no, I, I think uh, I think if if uh, if if we can pull it off, I think it'll just be good for wheel to wheel long term. Um, and uh, and we've learned a lot from from even conversations with SCCA over the past six months and stuff uh, uh, with Time Attack. And you know we've been kind of a growing relationship with them in the Time Attack and the North American Time Attack uh, uh, Council that we formed. And, and uh, uh, hopefully it, uh, this class, if this class is successful, hopefully it's something that maybe can go other places too. So uh, sure. I, don't know, I don't know where, but uh, you know, it could be a cool support series for something someday if it's good. But yeah. We'll see. We'll see. We'll probably, uh, we'll probably have our, have our moments of, um, of issues, but uh, I think it'll be fun. That's the goal. Fun is the goal. Fun with cars. I've heard that somewhere. <laughs> that that was definitely the SCCA. Yep. Yeah, that's their yeah, marketing. I heard that, heard that a few times. I, and, I, and I do love I do love that philosophy that they brought into the uh, time trials national stuff of um, trying to find uh, a competition format for people who don't have a competition format and trying to build a fun competition format. And those are those are you know that that's like that's the stuff that. That's what I want to build. I don't want to build like a super serious, like crazy, got to bring an $80,000 car class. And if it gets to that, like fast, like I'll just change the class because that's not what I want. <laughs> I want to I want to build fun. Like a lot of the cars, you know, that, that will probably be running with us are like mid-pack cars somewhere else, mid-budget. And uh, they'll adjust their weight and they'll pick a new set of tires and they'll probably have a pretty close, you know, lap time with the leaders. Um, I want to build a fun class. I want to build the class that, 
is uh, not the place to be, but the place I want to be. You know, it might not be the cool kids class, but I think it'll be fun regardless. And I want to show wheel to wheel to a bunch of flat brim Subi vapor kids uh, that uh, haven't seen it. So Wait, your events are full of them. <laughs> We do have a few of those guys. <laughs> you must appeal to them in some way, Adam. It's maybe your work boots. You yeah, are a fashionista. Yeah, I think it's trends. Trebay that appeals fashionista to them, might be for sure. the female Absolutely. version. I don't know what the male version is, but... Trend- trendsetter. He's definitely a trendsetter. Fashionista yeah, did, is probably... You did outline, uh, you outlined all my, all my amazing fashion choices I need to find at that. game night. <laughs> I need to find that. that might... it, was, it was a moment of like just pure Clarity. inspiration for me. Where I had it, and it just kept coming out, and it was gorgeous. Might be one of my favorite (laughs) Facebook posts. Is that on Track Midwest? It's on Track. If you go to Track Midwest and search for me, it's probably the only post I've ever made on Track Midwest. Yeah, it started on the Facebook page, and then you did put on our Facebook group on the Ten Tens Podcast one, and then you moved it to Track Midwest because it was just too good. You said this should be on Track Midwest, and I said done. Copy yeah, paste. So you, you took you took a screenshot of the live stream of yep. announcing that Austin and I were announcing the uh, the the Forza tournament, um, and the Maximum Driftcast guys were announcing the uh, the drift tournament at Gridlight Game Night in Vegas at SEMA, and uh, yeah, you you. You made a pretty pretty compelling argument that I was a trendsetter uh, in fashion, but I think most of it was pretty harsh mockery. <laughs> harsh mockery? How no, dare you? It was set out of love. How dare you? It was not. It was uh, not harsh mockery. No, no. It I was. Yeah. It was. It was there. hilarious. Did you find it? He's gonna pull it's it. Funny. It's pretty funny. There it is. Yeah, like Look at a that. couple paragraphs. So it's, it's quite a deal. Do you want me to read it? If you want to was read I, it, was I was I wearing the red the the red shirt there? Oh, I saw. Uh, I don't know. Hold on a second. I don't think there's so. a red shirt. I wore a red shirt and I had a camo shirt on also because it was it was it was kind of like stressful to be under the lights. So I might have had some sweaty armpits. But yeah, so you had like a, un- a white undershirt with like a camo. Grid life shirt, yes. I think. Yeah, and then a blazer, and then a blazer on top. I found it. Here we go. So it's yes, it's a picture of you in this camo grid life shirt, which is just <laughs> next to Jason Momoa. Yeah, yes. apparently. I don't know how you Austin guys got Cabot's him, but yes. Oh, Austin Cabot. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so I had this. It's a sided post, and I'll. It, I don't know if I, I'll read it. If you it. comment Screw on it, I'll bring it back it. to the top. Adam, it probably will. <laughs> Bump. Adam Jabay. <laughs> Adam Gervais cited at SEMA, affirming his title as the leading trendsetter in the automotive world, steal his look with the following. Louis Vuitton sport coat in Midnight Noir. Simple yet elegant in this execution. Versace men's warehouse sport coat. (laughs) Your word against mine, and I think that I'm probably more of a fashion authority than you are. Versace (laughs) men's eyeglasses and tortoise shell, an adventurous vintage-inspired look that really seems to work well for him, uh, but maybe too brash for a less confident man. (laughs) False. They are they are um, Marchion NYC downtown, and I paid fifty three dollars for them at my uh, at my uh, local uh, <laughs> optometrist. Treated. I'm particularly uh, proud of this one. Patek Patek Philippe Calatrava fifty one twenty seven G wristwatch in white gold with period correct white gold bracelet. Would you expect Jubei to wear anything but a vintage Patek? What's that? Actually, Is that, that that's a that's a vintage Carvel uh, that my uh, my wife's uh, grandfather uh, passed on to me via a broken uh, a drawer of broken wristwatches. <laughs> Is that would that be a six figure watch then? That's uh, a vintage yeah. Patek fifty one twenty seven G 
is about a thirty thousand dollars. Oh, okay. Well, that's not uh, so bad. I, I paid fifty seven dollars to get a new face put on it and about eighty dollars to clean it, and then I bought another one on eBay for thirty eight dollars. So your word, your word against mine. Last one here, <laughs> Gridlife T-shirt. Always a bold statement wearing a T-shirt with a sport coat, but Jabay really pulls it off here. In parentheses, are you I surprised? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you know how I, I pulled that off so well. Savannah Little gave me a hug in that, and she said, "Man, you look good." See, I'm not wrong. True story, not lying. <laughs> we I told believe you. you. I'm told you. But she's also my friend. So <laughs> after seeing you in that coat, I yeah, understand. She, right. What was yeah, it? Yeah, it was yeah. Versace or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. Uh, I know you too. Uh, oh, sure. She gets a hug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, I meant to bring that up, man, Robbie. Uh, I, we were I, I do owe you a hug, but uh, but now I think I think we got a thing going. I don't think you're gonna get it. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna take it. <laughs> oh, not man. this again. Not in this, not this Robbie. Not it's 2019. You can't do that. You can't just take hugs. You can't me to me. Come on, man. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna. <laughs> no, that's not okay. Do not endorse Robbie's actions. I will force a hug on you. Oh man, <laughs> it'll be. I'm just gonna ram that. You're gonna ram <laughs> that. Whoa, 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 words. <laughs> Choose your words carefully. <laughs> it's yeah. gonna, it's, I can't even say. Just it. don't say ram like that. <laughs> Make me uncomfortable. Rust, Only when we're talking about Dodge Rams. Come on, the Dodge Ram. Dodge Ram's a nice. That's that's yeah. a nice pickup. I'm gonna I, sneak I, up I do, from behind I and still, hug you. I, I still think of the the term phrasing all the time from like your first five podcasts. That was like the first time I ever heard phrasing. <laughs> People pick up shit from our first five podcasts and bring yeah. it up still. And I'm like, does anybody like, why is it that you people know this? Are you going back there? What are you doing back so there? I, because we keep encouraging them that. to go back there. That's our own. I all the way back to what 10. I was doing the day I listened to your first five podcasts. I remember what I was doing that day. <laughs> it was a turning uh, yeah, point I, in his life. It was. Uh, well, it, I don't know why I remember it so much, but uh, Adam messaged me. He's like, hey, yep. we're doing a podcast. You want to listen to it? And I was like, oh, geez, not this again. <laughs> the, the slip, I messaged the slip angle page. Yeah, and because this has happened a few times with podcasts that have like came and gone. But right. uh, uh, obviously you guys uh, are still doing podcasts, which is rad. But, um, and now we're friends, which is uh, something. It's, <laughs> it's medium amounts of rad. It's not over the top rad. Yeah. You keep inviting uh, us to your events. I think, I'll th- I'll I think we're, between all of us, we're just trying to ruin each other's lives. Yes. Uh, I, I feel like I've successfully ruined my own lately. It, uh, oh, no, it's it's been real busy, and like I'm struggling with burnout hard, and uh, and I'm, I'm trying to find the joy in, this, <laughs> in all of this. And then I keep having to go back to work every day and like get cold. And then, uh, so I listen to like, you know, I'll listen to like these motivational podcasts with these like, you know, these fancy people from California who have glamorous lives and who have made better life choices and millions of dollars. And they're like, Oh, you just gotta be like positive. You just gotta like <laughs> gotta do this and you gotta do that. And I'm like, yeah, that's what I gotta do. And about 15 minutes into my day, I hit my hand with a hammer and I can't feel it because it's so fucking cold. And I'm like, man, freaking that Jesse Itzler guy doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. He owns the freaking Atlanta Hawks. <laughs> I'm going to take a word. I'm going to drop seriously. I'm going to drop something that I don't think anybody will ever say to anybody. Those people got fucking lucky. Like that's the yeah. part. Like there's nothing they, everybody talks about. If you work hard and you stay positive and blah blah blah. Yes. To an extent, you can have a great life if you work sure. hard yeah. and stay positive and all I, that stuff. Gary yeah. Vaynerchuk got fucking lucky. Yeah. Some of them get a little bit lucky, man. He's, and they get, he's you know, the hardest and, working and, guy I've ever seen in my entire life. 
he also got fucking lucky. Right. It's not one or the other. It's both. Right. And and I can't say that I don't have, I mean, literally like my life is pretty amazing. Like if I look back on, if I look at my life in the eyes of like 19 year old Adam Jabay, like, holy shit, man, you got like a house, you got like the, the, you're building a race car of your dreams. Uh, you, you've, you've built like this amazing series with your friends. Like that's fun. And like, people like it. And like, wow, like, you know, it's fine. Everything's rad. You but got a sweet podcast. Really, yeah. Don't, don't forget that. Okay. <laughs> Abe has a sweet podcast. Oh, <laughs> the, you get to be guests uh, the, on sweet podcasts. Yeah, like Ross. Well, life is life is rad. Life is cool. I got I got no complaints except for all those complaints that I have. But, uh, <laughs> Everything's great yeah. except it also sucks. Yeah, yeah I'm really cold all the time. My day job is hard. I can't really quit it yet because if I do, my parents like don't have a retirement and blah blah no. blah. Yeah, fair enough. Being a good no, son. No, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. But yeah, no, I, I'm I'm really uh, I'm really thankful for all the the years with Grid Life so far, and I think we'll have uh, we'll have a few more. But sure, absolutely. Um, no, it's it's been a it's been a wild winter. We haven't even had an off season yet, which is like this is like my first week of off season. And I think I get like five more before Mid Ohio. Ah, it's coming up fast. Wild. That is coming fast. fast. Son of a gun. Yeah, yeah. we got. Uh, I think we got six, six weeks, and I gotta finish this race car. So, yeah, yeah it's gonna be a busy me. six got, weeks. I got some last prep. I gotta get, get looking at. Yeah, I'm uh, apparently doing the Fiat engine too, so I gotta get that done. I just actually while you were talking because you were rambling about something I wasn't paying attention <laughs> I signed up for on the wait list for an HPD ticket for something do I need to be in the beginner group This I love this because he can't go he can't go anywhere and I, I know he hates it when people ask him this do I need to be in the beginner or the intermediate group uh, was this 17 minutes ago yeah it probably was about 17 minutes I have there no go, idea what Michael, you're talking about Michael I got your email <laughs> yeah do I need to is that the right group or should I be in the intermediate group <laughs> Countless autocrosses yeah, since 2009? True. Yeah, I have. That's very true. He can't even count them. I'm not going to go back and count that shit. Let's see what, what what other kind of stuff. One HPD at Newton Speedway signed off for soloing with yep. an instructor. Wow, impressive. I think that think sounds like have, intermediate You think me? I didn't have I this know. email at my ready? Come on, man. That's why I brought it out, because you could tell me or if I need to be he, in the other He group. put me in intermediate. I think he tried fine. to put you in time attack and then advance, and you were like, "Bro, I'll, no." That's true. I did dial it back a little bit. I was like, "No, I, I don't thought, know." I thought, I thought Robbie. I thought Robbie was all time attack guy because he'd been doing these time trial things, and he's like, "No, no, I don't want to drive at the safest track in the in the country in advance. I'm scared." <laughs> I was scared. It was a little it's sketchy scary. that day. That yeah, it turned out sketchy that, day. That, that water. The water was hard. That was. That I was made worse. the right choice. I don't care what you say. No, I, I would uh, w- with with the amount of driving you've done and drift day stuff. I would probably say you know if you want instruction, beginners rad. But uh, you'll be a little f- even in Fiat. You'll probably outrun some beginners right away. Hell yeah! <laughs> I don't know. Do whatever you want to with me. Yeah, we'll see. There's a long wait list. You probably won't get a spot. Yeah, I just figured it was <laughs> what worth, event? worth a shot. Oh, Midwest Festival. Hell yeah. Oh, you're actually yeah. going to try and bring your car to festival, huh? I don't know. It's just the, He was talking, <laughs> and I Christ. got on the thing, and there was a wait list, and I signed up for it. Copy That's up? what happened. Oh, put me on the wait list, too. I think it's, the wait list is I, really, I, really I got enough right events. I, I, this, it's a problem that I hate to have. Like, it's not a solvable problem, but there's, like, all this demand to drive at, at Midwest Festival, and uh, it's just a hard thing to... Like it's, it, it gets harder every year too. We thought it would be easier this year than last year, um, but it uh, it's sold out even faster this year, which is wow. it's, it's a it's it's literally annoying. Like I don't like having <laughs> the problem. You just need to do more than one Midwest festival. 
we, we talked about um, what if we did like a three day HPDE before and after to like satisfy, cause we probably could like, cause there's so many people that want to like drive at this track, like this weekend. Uh, like what if we did like a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then like a Monday, Tuesday, because we're there anyway, like cleaning up garbage and setting up garbage. Yep. <laughs> so I don't know. Well, uh, we'll see. It's a, it's a stupid problem to have though. Like it's just a, it's a dumb little track event, but people like it. So I think I don't it's know past what Chris Stewart created a monster. Yeah. I might sign up for some other stuff. I don't even know if my shit's going to be working. I just, I was just you on the website. Autobahn. Auto, Autobahn, if it's not 105 degrees, yes, I, it's a really fun. Autobahn would be easier. I was looking Autobahn out for- Autobahn was a, lo- a lot of fun. That was a good event. I, I enjoyed myself. looking out for our Adam, because if I brought the car, that means I'd have an enclosed trailer. Yeah. And we yeah. could be inside. That would yeah. be When nice. it fucking rains again. I slept no. in my van. It was fine. Well, I meant at Midwest Festival. Right. It'd be nice to have a trailer, an enclosed trailer. Yeah. So. The, uh, the rain is usually a common theme at Grid Life events. I don't know why. But It'll be different last, in 2019. Yeah, last year was 2018 rough. was, yeah, we didn't do so hot 2018. It'll be different. Yeah. We're going back to hashtag lit this it's year. It's lit this year. Not, yeah, we don't say wet. wet. That's nope. bad luck. <laughs> yeah, you got you to gotta cut that stuff out. <laughs> <laughs> that meme, though, about people talking about, people are saying it, it's annoying. You start using it ironically, using it all the time. It's lit, hashtag fam, and the fire thing. It's like, that's exactly what that's happened. What that's, yep. that's what we did. That's what we did. That's what happened. Yeah, you did. Uh, yeah, give me that one. <laughs> <laughs> Recreational weed is legal in Michigan, so it's really going to be lit this year. Ooh. Oh man, that's true. I forgot about that. It's going to be a stinky place. Vapian, it's going to be a mess. Gross. It's going to be wild. This is your problem. Dude, you, you, yeah, this is you, your you event. Did man. this? You figured out everywhere that we went. Abe and I were driving around in uh, in a Ford Edge or whatever the SUV thing was in in California last weekend. And like everywhere you go, like when you stop and you get out of the Ford Edge, it stinks like weed in L.A. Everywhere. It was like that in Las Vegas, too. It was like that before they made it. Yeah, Vegas has been like that for a few years. Yeah, it's stinky. Yeah. I don't like the smell either. I'm right right there with you. I'm I'm kind of the minority in that. I've I've never smoked it, but I worked security at uh, at a big, huge venue in Chicago when I was in high school and college. Yep. And uh, and I just got to I grew to hate it because it just was so prevalent. I don't know. Not not a fan of the skunky smell, but. But it doesn't seem to make anybody a bad person like alcohol, and I love alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Superpowers. Unless you're today. drinking superpowers. Lacroix. Remember? Lacroix. Yeah, I, I I have discovered superpowers at events, uh, and they they are real. If you don't drink and you do sleep, uh, it's way easier than if you do drink and you don't sleep. So that's a that's a weird um, epiphany to have. Yeah, it's amazing how that works. Huh? <laughs> look, look at all the podcast content you miss out on. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the it's hard to make it's hard to record shows at those events though because there's there's always somebody talking to you. Well, but you know, there's stories just, afterwards. I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It uh, it is is kind of a goal to record more at events this year and like and maybe recruit more people, like you, maybe you guys to like walk around and do interviews in the pits and shit. But um, uh, the uh, yeah, slip angle powered by Moto IQ might need more content this year. So. You getting paid per plug or what are you doing here? <laughs> Are you going to send them this uh, actually, show? Actually, I'm not sure how the pay model works, but they do have a pay model, and they have a sales staff, which might be beneficial to our bottom line someday. But. You should, yeah, <laughs> you need to you need to send them this podcast and be like, listen to this. How do we get hooked up yeah. with Moto IQ and Mike Kojima? Uh, 
I can probably do that, but uh, yeah, I don't know. They're, they're looking for content creators. That's the big thing. And he talked about it on the show, uh, which we released on Friday. And then he was like, hey, can you take that down and we'll release it on Wednesday? <laughs> oh, shit. Sorry, man. And I'm so, about half through it. So it's back. It's back really. It's re-released right now. But uh, no, it, it, uh, he's a rad dude. He's, he's, uh, it was hard for him to get on the mic at first, I think. Um, and then, uh, and then he kind of found his groove with, with a microphone, but he's a, he's a rad dude and it's a cool site. I like that site a lot. So yeah, so a lot of I. like, dude, so many technical build thread type, uh, articles. It's, that's like my dream, you know? Um, so I'm uh, I'm gonna compile some articles uh, about my hatchback too, and uh, hopefully some event recap stuff. We just did an event recap for Streets of Willow, um, and uh, we'll do more and more there. Hopefully, but we're Sweet. happy to be a part of them. We tried um, to do that that website thing ourselves, and then right, literally Austin and I were writing five days a week. Um, that's really hard to do. <laughs> it was yeah. cool. It, I mean, yeah. but it's just it takes such a long time for that to be. Good. Like yeah. a marketable yeah. thing, you know. The grind is rough. Yeah, the grind we, to get there is rough. Yeah, we would never be in the place that a, that Moto IQ was because they like started when Sport Compact Car, the greatest magazine of our generation, like stopped, <laughs> um, and it was all the same people. And so, like instantly, it was a thing. Like, mm. and Austin Cabot and Adam Jabay are not going to be that. So you say that. But, yeah, <laughs> you say that. Right, but you, no, you, know, we're not you just run that. grid life motorsports. It's it's fine. Yeah, fine. It's totally fine. For, yeah, we're, it's it, we've done enough. We've done enough. It's time to quit. <laughs> me name dropping you and throwing stuff around works great for me. So, yeah, look where it's gotten us. Yeah, it does. It works great. No, Adam Jamey said it was okay. I can go wherever I want now. <laughs> we do that at festival all the time. Yeah. No, Adam's Adam said I could go here. No, it's fine. I do it when I'm talking to companies. I do it when I'm talking to you know other race organizations. Just throw that out there. The Grid Life, Jabay, and yeah. this, yeah, this guy's yeah, legit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy, he he knows he knows Jabay. He's legit. And and yet and yet. Mr. Jabay is over there hitting his thumb with a hammer at work right. <laughs> uh, in the middle of fielding, you know, there's, there's been like thousand email and message days Oh man! <laughs> while I'm at the day job. It's, I don't that's know, that, that's ideal. the mental exhausting part. That's the yeah, thing I get that, that you just can't do both, but, uh, eventually I'll only be able to do one. I think, and I don't know which one it'll be. <laughs> Sometimes I feel bad for talking to you throughout the day. Cause I know that you're way too busy to deal with my, dribble no, no it's it's fine it's every it's like it's what i do and i and i love doing it like i would love to be able to just like sit at a desk and just do that stuff all day like that sounds like my rad my that sounds like my best life hashtag best life exactly but, great 2019 uh, your year would, dude that would be super on brand for me <laughs> <laughs> the uh i don't know it, it then, then there's also the, the days where i'm like eh, i don't mind this like day job so much like i, I really do like my day job like because I, I create like some pretty rad projects and stuff build some cool things on houses and buildings and stuff but i like working with my hands um but it's uh like i do daydream about like well, what if we just like didn't do that grid life thing anymore and i could just be a customer you know like i could just like Swipe the credit card with SCCA and go like race three times a year, like the average person. That sounds, yeah, that, that sounds, that sounds amazing. <laughs> that is the problem of doing the thing that you love for a profession is that you don't get to do the thing anymore. I know. Um, uh, I think it's bullshit when you say, when people say like, oh yeah, if you just like do what you, 
you know, pick your hobby. Like you did that for a day job. You never work a day in your life. Like, this is such horse shit, dude. Like we're, so much work. Well, it's like, work twice as much. I work harder on my hobby than my day job. You don't get to do the fucking hobby anymore. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Then all of a sudden you just work 4,000 hours a year. And like, like your hobby in, now includes watching BBC shows with a gin and tonic. Like that's your hobby. Like, <laughs> that's the only thing you do. Watching like, Peppa wow, Pig. I used to like race cars, but like, <laughs> I can't see another race car. I don't want it. I'm out. I'm burning out on race cars. What we should do is we should start a demotivational podcast. Like, tell people to stop following their dreams. Like, it's horseshit. Stop listening to Joe Rogan. I would be the best at that. Stop listening to Gary Vaynerchuk. It's bullshit. Is that how you say his name? Yeah. It's Gary V, but it's Vaynerchuk is his last name. Yeah. Unless I'm completely butchering it, but I think I've heard it correctly. Yeah, That sounds right. He doesn't tell people that regularly because it's a clusterfuck of syllables. There, there are days when I, when like literally, like I, I'll be walking to work because I don't have a street car. <laughs> like I don't even like have a street car. <laughs> I walk to work and I get in my pickup truck, and I, and I'm like, man, I'm all motivated. Like, man, just it's all about outlook and it's all about optimism, and you know, put your best face forward and like exercise before work and like I'm doing all these things, right? And I'm like, man, I am killing it. And then about 10 a.m., you're like. You're just throwing tools. What and the fuck? Saying, you're saying all the swear words in one sentence. And it's yep. like, yep. man, stuff is all a bunch of crap. <laughs> just demotiv. We got we to gotta do that. It's got to be the demotivational podcast. Start a demotivational Instagram account, too. Yeah, there you go. Just give up. <laughs> just call it just give you gonna up. You're going to buy that URL, too, Austin? <laughs> yeah, I dare you, Austin, to buy that URL. <laughs> Yep, just give up.com. He called us. Just give up. That's probably a website. <laughs> I guarantee it's a website already. The uh I don't know. I, I I I'm I'm really glad that we um that we are doing all these cool things, but then sometimes I'm not. But it's uh I don't think there's gonna be a point in my life where I look back on it and be like, Man, that was stupid. I'm glad we didn't I'm glad I'm I wish we hadn't done that. Like it's it's all pretty rad. I made a lot of good friends. Wouldn't know you I wouldn't know you shit birds if we hadn't done it. That's true. No, that's true. I wouldn't have started a podcast. Uh I wouldn't I wouldn't be doing any of this. It would be a more boring life, but it might be that that does kinda sound nice sometimes. No, stability is is overrated. You don't want that. You want you want your busy, crazy life. Man, Robbie's in burn it down mode lately. What's going on? What? What's changed? What's changed with you, Robbie? He's living his best life. <laughs> yeah, I'm alone. Yeah, man. Yeah, hashtag 350Z life. Yeah. How how is that thing with the with the sweet grid life coilovers? By I the way, I love it. It's the greatest. It's the greatest choice I've ever made. I almost bought a set of those coilovers like the week after Grid Life Midwest because like I need to have those. I need to have a set of those, and I don't even want them, but I need to have a set of coilovers that have a Grid Life logo. <laughs> how many of those exist? Four. Four. Four in the Seriously. Hole. I have one of four. Yeah. Yeah. Put that uh, shit on eBay, uh, dude. Uh, Give no. yourself some KWs. No. Yeah, no shit. Nah. I love yeah, it. That was that's like that was a prize for winning the battle bra- the bracket battles at Midwest Festival. Yeah. That was like that was the thing. There's I think there's only four. But. Yeah, I'm really excited. That's about crazy. That. I knew there wasn't yeah. very many. I was trying to tell people like a rough estimate, I bet there's five. No, I think no, it was I just four. I think it was Street, Street Mod, Track Mod, and Unlimited. I think that was the only ones that ever got built. And these are um, the only ones for a 350Z. Yeah, and jo- Josh won Street, yeah, and then probably. he had that chassis sitting around, and uh, so that's what he got the shocks for, I guess. I got a sales pitch for you. 
people buy 350Zs, hot boys, right? Yeah, yeah. They like right. custom shit, I know they Supreme, do. whatever it yeah. is. Oh. Grid Life is a name, is a brand name now. Yes. It's exactly the I same think. as Supreme. It's the same. Yeah. <laughs> so what you could do, what you I'm saying is- You guys should sell hammers that say Grid Life on them put for dollars Put that shit on eBay or no. on Instagram or something like that. $5,000, buy it now. <laughs> Fuck, dude! You just can pay for someone pay would buy it, dude. Dude. Some, turn, Yes, turn they the, would. Are you turn, kidding? Turn me? around, buy the same coilovers. Do it, and then take the other four thirty-five hundred bucks and finish the car. <laughs> Be yeah, like, I got some good life stickers in the basement. I'm thinking about like yeah, just like uh, some another leg ones. Yeah, one of them. I got a bunch of bricks in my backyard from taking down a chimney. Maybe I should start sticking them shits on bricks and put them on eBay. Fuck yeah, Now you're thinking. Yeah, there you go. That's the marketing guru we're looking for. You need to be marketing yourself more, man. Yeah, I know. I don't have a lot of time for that, though. You're a fashion guy. You'll Imagine how out. much time you'd have if you sure. were just selling bricks on eBay for five grand a pop. <laughs> uh, uh, that sounds like a that sounds like a, a pretty easy gig. I can get into that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, hashtag branding. <laughs> I, I, I I I am branding uh, my 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 race car build with Grid Life right now. I'm gonna I'm branding it, and it's gonna be in the supreme colors, white and red. Nice, <laughs> that boy. <laughs> Yeah, man. I'm taking some cues. I'm learning some lessons. Absolutely. Uh, well, um, I think I'm going to kick you off here because you have other life things to do. How yeah, i got to go watch BBC shows and drink a gin and tonic, man. Right. <laughs> Peaky, you have, you have to watch right? Peppa Pig or Blaze or something like that? Uh, dude, Emma was watching Blaze the other day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I was, uh, she she wanted it on. And I, it was, I was solo dadding uh, because Sarah was out with her with her girlfriends or whatever. And, uh, and she wanted to eat dinner and watch Blaze. And I just like shook my head because I was like, man, Nielsen likes Blaze. Blaze. Blaze sucks. <laughs> Whatever, dude. Blaze is the best. It's way better not, than Peppa Pig. How what? does that not sound like the reboot dude, of and Half his, Baked? And his, his catchphrase is, is let's Blaze. Yeah. No way. Yes. Man, no. Yes. That's, you say that so he can truck. go really fast. He's Blaze. He's a monster truck and he's got like his best friend, the driver. Uh, AJ. And. and yeah, and that's uh, some weed it's a shit terrible right show there, with no plot line. Dude, it's, it's a awful. great show. It's way better than Peppa Pig. She just spends the whole day disobeying her parents and teaching her children bad lessons. Adorable, adorable voice. No, <laughs> no, dude. Peppa Pig is bad news. Uh, Emma's really been into uh, octonauts, which is pretty rad. Um, it's like a bunch of uh, little animal, little adorable animals who are like they live in submarine land and they like rescue sea creatures, and it's pretty awesome. You gonna, you gonna uh, kick him do, off? And, uh, yeah, do you want me to kick him off? I'll I kick just him off right now. No, no, you got to kick. Before him you off, do I that, I just want you to know that it, it. I don't know why, but it just makes me happy when you have Emma introduce the slip angle shows. I yes. think it's hilarious. Yeah, she 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 loves the microphone. Too. I'm sure she does. Yeah, that's probably. I, I do always laugh at that. I, I've been that's thinking fun. about that before I go. I've been thinking about, you know, we joked about, Adam and I joked about doing a construction podcast, which yes. I still think is probably not a bad idea, but I don't yeah, have any time for exactly. it. Sponsored by Milwaukee. Powered by Milwaukee. <laughs> Powered. Yeah, 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 there's so much. There's Powered by the 18 volt. No, oh, sorry. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. It, uh, it, it, but I've, I've been thinking about doing a podcast with Emma, just asking her uh, things about little kid life. And I think I could make a real show about it. But uh, oh, but I don't know if I'd want to release that to the public. <laughs> yeah, so the worst the part is that'd be worth, way more popular than anything else you've done. Yeah, probably. That, that, uh, like you would have to quit your job because she'd be a star. The largest yeah. grossing person, like money wise, on YouTube last year was an eight year old boy. Because is that, he, the, is that the boy who the does toy, toy reviews? Toy reviews, and he got a deal with Walmart for his own brand of to- or his own toy line, and he's worth oh, millions of dollars because of it. And, 
Yeah, and Emma watches his videos in the morning. Yep. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. It's like, what? seriously? I don't know. He got lucky. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah. Or rather, his Frank parents. He, let's be real I here. I bet you it's because yeah. he, I bet you it's because that little kid listened to Gary V. Yeah, that's what it, That's what not did. why, Adam. You know that. He yeah, didn't know he, what he was going up, on. He, he was being the, exploited he, by his parents. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Great time. Yep. Little, right. little kid's got little kid's got fu money. Yeah, he, <laughs> he does, does actually. Yeah. All right, go away and do <laughs> yeah, other fine. stuff. Kick me off so you can talk about supercars and Adam can complain about shit. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. That's literally what he's gonna do when we hang up. That's yep. not true. I don't have anything. It's to gonna be the opener. About. I don't have anything to yeah, complain well, about. What's the What's the Adam's opener? We're gonna uh, talk about good. two things that I feel like we are uh, the finest of experts at: cars and music. Oh jeez! <laughs> Would you like to go now? Mm, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave now. <laughs> All right, that sounds great. Um, uh, yeah, thanks for having me on. Uh, you, you silly geese. All right. Appreciate it. See thanks, you later. Thanks for coming on, buddy. I yeah, love you. Uh, grid, grid dot life and uh, freaking slip angle by motor IQ. Powered by, by motor, motor IQ. IQ. Uh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. See you guys. Love you. Bye. Oh man. All right, Adam. Do you want to? Open it up. Presented by Factory Fabrication. Is that that's how excited you he could be about that? He did not sell that super well. I no. think he's a little upset because Adam said that he's not going to hug him ever. Yeah, I have to force he's it on him now. A little upset about it now. I have to be that guy that just sneaks up behind him all creepy like and just grabs him from behind. Are you mad about that though? No. I mean, let's. No, be I'm going to stalk him the you're entire kinda, grid. Life. You're kind of into it. Yeah. All right. So, Car and Driver posted this list. Uh, cars. Most mentioned and least mentioned in hip hop music, and I just thought it was kind of interesting. Cars or brands? Uh, brands of cars. I Perfect. Suppose. So, um, obviously, quick rundown of this. Most of them are luxury cars. Most often mentioned Great. things like BMWs, uh, Mercedes Benzes, Cadillacs, a few Audis here and there. Uh, but they really like got detailed with this and like broke it down by individual makes or individual models within the makes and stuff like that. Uh, so like for Audi, apparently it's been, or it's been, how did they do this? So it's the most mentioned vehicle for Audi. Right. Which was the TT, which I'm not really sure what happened there. Right. So somehow two mentions, right. Of the brand Audi. Yep. But then somehow the TT was mentioned six times. Specifically. Specifically. So I don't know where, like, what what they define as hip hop and how how many years they've gone over this. All of it. It doesn't really s- explain. It just says we come through four decades of data. So it's like online database for song lyrics. Yep. So they did some oh. keyword searching. That makes I, sense. Yeah, that makes yeah, way you. more sense. Yeah, you can write a little macro to figure that out. For yeah, you. it's really not that hard. I'm with you, I'm with you. So somehow the TT managed to be mentioned more often than the R8, which I thought was kind of odd. Who's talking about the Audi 5000 four times? <laughs> Who's this dude? It's a SoundCloud rapper. That was, yeah, yeah that, that, was his first, count at all. that was his first car, and it, he wrote a song about it. Or it was a Power Man 5000 song, and they just thought they were talking about Audis, because it was just a keyword search. Fair enough. <laughs> I like how the, they used it with rhymes, so like, Cloudy yeah. Audi, Audi, Proudly, Ronda Rousey. <laughs> wow. <laughs> No, my, the next one's even better. Can we do the next one? Absolutely. So BMW. So 589 <laughs> Beamer, 404 BMW, 169 Bimmer. 
Right. So they take slang terms for the brands as well as the actual that's, that's fair. name. Which makes sense. Yeah. But let's see here. Seven series, 23 times, which I, that doesn't surprise me. No. Makes sense. Seven series on the M6, which is a bizarre model. That's a very specific. It's a very specific car for them. Yeah. But then seven for the three series. Like, you're not very aspirational at three series, are Again, you? Again, SoundCloud rappers. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fair enough. I they mean, think they're living the, high. No, so yeah. yeah. It's Drifty Boys. A, they have a. 20-year-old yeah, 3 go. Series. It's a bunch of drifty boys who also think they're rappers. SoundCloud rappers? I'm in. Yeah. yeah. My favorite part is rhymes with girls' names ending in Ina. <laughs> Sabrina. Reefer. <laughs> Tina. <laughs> Cedar. FEMA. Who's rapping about FEMA? <laughs> Someone who owns a 3 Series? <laughs> I don't needs know. bailed out by FEMA? I, I don't, don't know. know. His 3 Series got... He's, no, he's, talk, does, he's talking about his 3 Series being a how disaster. How does FEMA Maybe. rhyme with Beamer? Beamer. BMW, Beamer. Or, Beamer. Beamer. Son. It's 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 Bima. Oh. You, can't, you, you can't you can't pronounce right, the right, hard right. R, man. Right, I forgot. Bima, Bima, Fema and my Bima. Yeah, it's a disaster. Uh, Bentley, somehow the Bent Bentiega, <laughs> ben- which is like already. their newest car. I don't even has it been out a year. I don't year? know if I've even seen it. Yeah, we did see one. Did we see that one? was a Bentiega we saw at uh, that hotel where we were freaked out about the waterfall thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, I was too for, I was too worried about the waterfall. You're probably too worried. I didn't care about the car. Forty four times that has been specifically mentioned in a rap song. One song. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck Mulsan rhymes with. Who's saying Mulsan in the middle of eleven times? I don't know, but Bentley rhymes with Oprah. Oprah Winfrey. So put that together for me. <laughs> McKenzie. Whatever. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Buick. Which at first I was surprised by this, but it doesn't surprise me anymore because there's a lot of like yeah, classic low, yeah, classic like low, Buicks low that they're yeah, yeah. yeah, Cadillac. There's no that's that's no one should be surprised there by Cadillac. Escalade wasn't first. I'm surprised by that. Deville was really. Yep. That doesn't surprise me. Deville makes sense. No, the Escalade makes way more sense. There was a time period there where like every rapper had to have a fucking Escalade with right, spinners. But, but before that, they had to have Deville's. Oh yeah. Mm, okay. Like, yeah. Like old school hip hop. Yeah. All right, I'm with you. Yep, that's fair. Um Chevy, which is kind of weird. That's more of a country song. Impala, I get that. Yeah, but I'm on board the with Impala's, that. Impala's the Camaros. Corvette Cor- kind of makes sense. Corvette I can kind of pass. Uh, Camaro's a little bit too moldy for Nova apparently got mentioned five times, which seems really odd as well. Isn't that popular in the donk stuff? No, that's more of like your Impalas or your No, Impala's yeah. lowriders. They donk them too, though, man. The, Wait, the like eighties. I gotta skip down some shit. Monte Carlos, weird. maybe. Okay. Some shit's getting weird in this list down here. Yeah, let's hit the highlights here. Ferrari, Rari. Oh yeah, no, you, that's, that's not all that the time. That's, 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 that's used everywhere. That's normal. What what's what's your weird one? What's Ford Fiesta was mentioned ten times. Who's talking about Ford Fiestas? SoundCloud rappers. Oh. Right, right. You keep forgetting about an entire genre of rap. Ford rhymes with Forbes. No. That's kind of, a, yeah, that's not a, really. That's a stretch. You know, a no matter Ford. how you... Ford rhymes with a Ford. Like, what do you? <laughs> oh yeah, I can, I can afford, afford a Ford Fiesta. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right, that's see. That was probably a line. It probably you was. write that down Betty in your Ford, rhyme book. Harrison Ford, Honda, Tom Ford, Honda Accord. I'm sick of my Accord, so I got a Ford. Who's talking about <laughs> Civic seventy two times? Seventy two times. <laughs> Honda Passport. I don't even know what the fuck that is. Hold on a second. It's a. Minivan? No, that's no, the it's an SUV thing. Is it one of their oh, SUV yeah, yeah. things? Okay. Who's rapping about that? Taking your kids to soccer practice? What is this? They're talking about Rhonda again and her Honda. Yolanda. Fonda. <laughs> Jane Fonda. 
She's Shake. rapping about Jane Fonda. Anaconda don't Anaconda. want none in that Honda. <laughs> yeah, boy. Holy that crap. One, I'm good with that yeah, one. Yeah, <laughs> dude, that's great. I like it. That's fun. We can fix that. Maybe we should have been rappers instead of podcasters. The cat in the hat, and that was that. <laughs> Generic SUV reference example, Jeep Rover. That's not a thing. <laughs> 27 times somebody said that. <laughs> Yeah. Lamborghini, that's not surprising. Land Rover, that's not surprising. I think it's funny that they split out AMG and Benz. So sure. there's Mercedes AMG and there's Mercedes Benz. Yeah, that's weird. Ooh, there's a ton of Mercedes, especially between yeah, the two Yeah, Mercedes of them. was really killing it, which doesn't Maybach, me. Nissan. Who's talking about Nissan? Nissan Micro. What? <laughs> Patrol? Nissan Patrol? Send me one song that says Nissan. Send me one song that says Nissan. That's a bunch of like. Uh, cash. Cash. Uh, Quat, how do you say that? Quat, I think that that's it's a the rogue quat. somewhere it's, it's, else. It's the, it's the Top Gear joke. The cash, uh, the cash cow, the cash quai. Okay, cat, quash, quash quai. The quash quee. Quash quish quash. That's Erroneous. we're literally just stealing a Erroneous. Top Gear joke. Elantra. <laughs> My Nissan Elantra. Nope, that's wrong. That goes under the erroneous category. My Yoda. Toyota. Yeah. Porsche Toyota. only 434 times. You got to step it up, Porsche. Volvo, so. I guess. Uh, yeah, who who raps about Volvos? Not very aspirational rappers, that's for sure. <laughs> safe drivers, that's who. <laughs> Responsible SoundCloud when I think rappers. rappers. I think safe drivers as well. Yes, me too. Those hand in hand. Absolutely. Yes. So I don't know. I thought it was just kind of a... It's ridiculous. Like, why did someone decide that they needed to do this. Like, was this a good use of car and driver money? No. I don't know. We had a good laugh at it. Yeah, I suppose. I suppose it, yeah. Annie, Annie White decided to do it. Yeah. I laughed at it. That's fine. You know what rhymes with Rolls Royce? Fuck boys, apparently. <laughs> does it? Does that say that? <laughs> it does say fuck boys, doesn't it? That's amazing. <laughs> I don't know how that works. Whoa. There's Royce. Well, there was... Royce, boys? I suppose if you say it right, wrong, I guess. Yikes. You just got to, Yeah. Anyway, put emphasis on the wrong syllable. It's fine. The wrong syllable. Right. But her choice in my Rolls Royce because of fuck boys. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> Damn Robbie, look at you. Well, they're they're shit. all right in front of me. You it's should not, be a sound. I can read in front yeah, of me. Yeah, but you're you know putting this, these together you know this, in like legitimate you know what this reminds They're literally me of? right there. <laughs> you know what this reminds me of? Malibu's Most Wanted. Have you seen that movie? It's been a long B-Rad. 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 That movie is fucking <laughs> sick, dude. I watch it's on Netflix and I watch it again. Oh, that really? movie is so bad. Really? Oh, I, it's on Netflix. Please watch I it. I don't know that I've ever even seen it in its entirety. Oh, it's so terrible. I just remember there was B Rad from Malibu, yeah. It's or Boote or whatever it was. Malibu, yeah, that's yeah, it. that's what it is. But it's got that Nick, that comedian who's named Nick. I can't remember his um, name. He was in Grandma's Boy too. Swartzen? Swartzen, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's I don't really, remember him being in it. He's in it, yeah. Okay. He's like one of the crew. Oh, okay. And it's it's really bad. <laughs> but it's really funny. It's got Tay Diggs in it. I mean, it's it's Be it's bad. a it's a terrible movie, but it's definitely worth watching on Netflix if it's free. 100%. Anytime I yeah. work with a guy whose name is Brad, he's B-Rad. automatically B Rad. That poor guy. What happened to Jamie Kennedy, man? Just went downhill from there. Uh, that that's sad if that's your peak. It was a pretty low hill to roll <laughs> off of. I mean, <laughs> there's nowhere but up from here. That was a hill up. in Iowa. Let's be real here. Well, I think he did some stuff for MTV after that. He's, he's done a bunch of little, like, yeah. little things. He's making a lot more money than we are. So that's yeah, true. I'm he's, sure he's, he's living quite one. comfortably. Yep. I bet that those Netflix 
Malibu's most right. wanted royalty checks are doing just fine. He made a hundredth of a cent off of me a couple weeks ago, so, <laughs> you know. Who's the moron now? I guarantee you that at least a small number of people will go and watch it now because you said something. Please about do. It. I think you should. It's if you can go into it and just be like this is not a serious movie. It's no, a really stupid movie. It's way fun. It's that's a exactly fun movie what to it watch. should be though. It's Maybe a, we need more of those. It's movies. a movie that's self-aware of the fact that it's really stupid. So that's it makes fine that with helps. That. Yes. I'm fine with that. What's his net worth? Oh, I think his net worth is 17 million. I was going to say 10. You win. That's 10. That's pretty good. I mean, wouldn't I? Good. Dude, I wouldn't be mad about ten million dollars. I'd feel like a pretty big success. I joke about million. how I won't play the lottery unless it's over two hundred million dollars, because otherwise it's not worth winning. But realistically, well, I would be ecstatic at like one hundred fifty dollars. Well, right now, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So, well, you won the lottery. You're gonna sell those grid life special edition yeah. coilovers, make five grand. And if you're gonna if really someone seriously makes me an offer on them, I'd consider it. But I'm not really. No, consi- I don't get, really want to. No no no, 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 no. You can't like expect someone to come out. You have to put it out there, present it in no, a ridiculous you get, way. You probably need to hire a marketing firm. Lay on, to, lay into that one of one thing. I'll they need that. to develop an advertising campaign for you. Let me call that. Podcast that has the Moto IQ hookup. I don't remember what podcast yeah, you're talking I'll about, talk but it to doesn't them matter. About and see if they know anybody that wants them. <laughs> I think they're super rad, and I don't want to get rid of them. But no, you're going to buy the exact same ones. Yeah, you just buy them right back. They're yeah, probably what are they? Five hundreds, five tens. I don't remember. Are they blue or green? No, they got goofy. They're, they're goofy they're like, colors because oh, they're dude, they're like vivid they're purple like and green. Millions of dollars. Put that shit online, man. <laughs> yeah, that's some serious hot boy parts. You for need to advertise sure. that on Instagram. <sighs> Like paid advertising. Dude, if someone's making like a Hulk themed uh, 350Z, those are gotta have parts. I understand they're gotta no, no, have parts. No, no, you just go to already, one already of those JDM them. drifter dudes that pay way too much for wheels, and you just be like, dude, this is it. They're the only ones in existence. It's the only one. It's only one. It is one of one. That's it. Here they are. Blue, with like a special green, and purple. Ooh, purple. Can't see it. Yeah, those are probably five. I think those are five tens. Michael's intimately familiar with. I've looked at a lot of fortune coilovers. Yes. Fortunes. I'm pretty sure those are five tens. It's a nice coilover. They're they're a very nice coilover. All right, should we move on? Yes, please. Is that it? I don't. Yeah, I didn't really know fun. where it was going to yeah, go. I just thought this has got to be something that's worth talking about. Kinda. I don't know. This music segment was brought I, to you by Factor he, Fabrication. Here's what I want. On the group this week, I want to see your sickest car-related rhymes. Oh, yeah. Lay them on me. Let's do this, Yeah, because nobody can say that they haven't listened to Creed. Can Can you top Robbie's sick Rolls-Royce rhymes? <laughs> I bet you can. Probably not. You can't. Bring it. If nobody beats him, you're you're starting a career as a SoundCloud rapper. It can't be that hard. There's lots of It them. can't be that hard. <laughs> Absolutely not. Just throw some beats on it. I'll buy an album, Robbie. Okay, I'll write one then. I'll make you buy it. Yeah, absolutely. I would do. That. I would support my friend in such a manner. Are you kidding me? Well, I got the audio guy. He could probably make it sound. <laughs> I can, I can mix it. I can record it. Unfortunately, yeah, we've I got, got all the equipment. I know. We all you need equi- to do, like, all you got to do, is sit in here. I'll pipe some stuff into your headphones. I'll just push the mic away a little farther and just yeah in the background the yeah. whole time. Yeah, I'll I be your hype. hype guy. I need a hype uh, for sure, dude. I got you. Uh, I need I'll the uh, that. what's that? It's the air horn. Yeah, we'll get some sound effects. Yeah, yeah. I need. Just... I'll just download an app. Yeah, yeah, perfect. 
It's fine. I immediately turn off any song that starts with that air horn horn noise. <laughs> I like just by just out of principle. Out of principle. I'm like, I'm done. I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> Stop using that noise. You gotta start out with the tornado siren. I'm, I'll allow the tornado you know? siren, but usually it's because it's related to Iowa State stuff. Or uh, Slipknot. They did a song with it. Yeah, that worked really well on that one because it was yeah. about the apocalypse. Yep. Fair enough. Factfabrication.com, Factfabrication on Instagram. We're going to be hanging out and doing some more stuff with Booney here over the next uh, few yes. months. So we'll have some more updates on him and his uh, his little his, his team, his WRL team. His team of WRL drivers. So that'll be, that'll be good stuff. He gave me an open invite, so <laughs> I'll be there. I gotta, I gotta have to, I have to actually buy my own fire suit this year. I know, which I'm kind of bummed out about, but I need one. It needs to happen. It does. It's only money you can't spend it when you're dead. Exactly. Well, I need my taxes to come through, and it's probably not going to happen anytime soon, anyway. It'll so it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Let's not talk about government stuff. No. Let's keep rolling. Let's keep moving. That's the other podcast. Those That's are other. Those are other podcasts. Cast, you're we don't right. have to do that yeah. shit here. Uh, for news items, Dodge. No, 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 no. What do you want to do? We're oh, to talk about talk James. James. You, you Bring specifically it up. told us. I know. I told you to not let me forget. Talk about how it costs. Move past it. I think this is cool that he did this. No, yeah. this is the meanest thing he's ever done. No, but I, I also think it's good though because like <laughs> that's the number one question people have, and he's open about it, and I think that's cool of him. Yes. It's one of those so, things that I didn't... I, we should probably tell them what it is before we get too yes, far into it. Yes, on com, uh, he has an article called Costs, and he walks through the entire cost of running a weight race weekend and kind of taking into account um, like tool, or towing fuel, uh, test day fee, SCCA event fee, um, membership fees, every, like even just hotels, food, just rough estimates, not even estimates, but like what to expect to spend to go to a race weekend. I didn't need to know. <laughs> Knowing Engineer like, James, these are like the, to the penny accurate. What's what's the uh, total cost here? What are we looking at? I looked at it yesterday, but I don't remember. Um, on the cheap side, you could go. Oh shoot, he's got. Does he have a grand total? Yeah, I think thought, there's I a total on there. I thought he did. Um, I'm sorry. I'm I don't even know. Scrolling through at the wrong. Spot. I don't think a spec racer Ford is by any means the most expensive car, but I don't even think that it's necessarily the cheapest car to run either. So it's interesting. It's kind of got broken up. It's not like a grand total. So he's got like, um, like for your gear, you got like your example cheap, and it comes to like helmet, Hans, race suit, all that stuff total to thirteen sixty, and then you go to the example of the high end, and it's forty five hundred dollars. Sure, but that's a one time fee, right? And can you really place a monetary value on your safety, Robbie? Yes, $4,500. <laughs> um, and then if you go to the uh, race weekend total, that cake, it, it kind of counts into like where too. So like ball joints, you, got, you, know, you assume you make to 30 events by the time you have to replace them. So then it's $3.33 for one set over three years. So a subtotal of uh, all that would be four, $487 with a race weekend total of $2,402.66. And, $2 Every time you go out, but that's splitting up costs of the car and yes, and everything stuff like that. Yep. So transmission rebuild, engine rebuild, tires, pads, you know everything. Yep. Yeah, race fees. It's a lot of money. So, I, but the point is, if if people have questions about why drivers need sponsored, that's why. That's why. Yes. Hundred percent. We need Marlboro and like. All that stuff to come back. Yeah, absolutely. Just a cigarette. Who cares, Who cares, man? Just a little cigarette sponsorship. It's not a big deal. Then you can have like the anti smoker and they could be sponsored by Dare or uh, if uh, Truth. Vape Tasia. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> just 
if some weed company can sponsor a drifter, why can't a cigarette company? Actually, they can't though, because in uh, Supermoto or uh, Supercross, they covered the Ignite logo on NBC. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah damn, Blizzarian was. He put him pissed. on blast, and pissed. then he's like, "By the way." I get more views than you. Yeah, it's like here's here's <laughs> here's my organic reach, and it was more than their views. Yeah, for their... like a lot. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. He's got like 15 million followers on Instagram. Of course, it's he's like 40 million. Oh, really? It's insane. Yeah. Plus, he said a lot of people lurk on his page. They yeah. don't actually. Yeah, follow. I remember that when he was on the Joe Rogan show. I watched it today. Oh, really? Oddly enough, yeah. Yeah, yeah he was he was talking it. about how like people follow his page but can't follow it because they don't want other people to know that they're watching him. Yep. Weird. Weirdos. Who cares? Yep. I don't care. Just live your best life. Okay. Yeah. So if you want to kind of see what it costs for like a race weekend and kind of budget accordingly, this is a really great article and things to take into account. Even if it's not like exactly what you're doing, you can kind of see like, okay, well, I'm not. I didn't consider the cost of this. And then you can kind of start budgeting accordingly. Very smart to plan out your entire season ahead of time, so you're not getting hung out to dry. I, I still think that it makes a compelling argument for sponsors to understand that racing or just this hobby in general is a loss, like a money loss thing. I mean, it's a money loss thing for us to do this. Yes. Any hobby in right. general is. Yeah. So just, you know, when if, if somebody's asking you $4,000 or something like that, don't be like, you know. It, I think it just justifies the amount that people can ask, I guess oh, is my 100%. point. So, I mean, if you want your logo or whatever on a race car or whatever it is this is why you have to pay what you pay is because it's extremely expensive to run the cars so that's just the deal but that doesn't mean you shouldn't expect a return from it so no you should just remember that if you're asking for the sponsorship yes absolutely it, the, the ask is justified but make sure that the return is as well so right or they won't come back all right anything else on that no let's do some news Dodge shows new barn door tailgate. So fucking tail, tailgate Mageddon. They're it coming really, hot it, and fast. It really is. Everyone's it's latched the on The stupidest it. thing. This I is can't this, stand it. this is not good. There's a reason why they patented five years ago and then didn't make it until now. Yep. And that's because GMC came out with theirs and they went, "Oh shit, we need a fancy tailgate. We need it's, something. Ah, let's put this out there. It's not. They didn't think it all the way through. I don't. I don't know why it's I think not it's even stupid. Centered. That's that's one thing. It's like two thirds <laughs> and thirds. It's it's like sixty forty maybe yeah, or yeah, 60, seventy 40, thirty. It's 60, somewhere 40. in there, right? But like, I don't know why I think it's stupid, and I'm not even sure that it's less. Here, oh, let's take a step back. I don't think we even explained it. It literally opens up like a door, like one like barn door, like a barn door. One Except opens to the left, 60, one's 40. open to the right, and it's not in the center. Instead or you of can flip it down. No, you can still flip. You can it still down. do that. Yeah. But their multifunction tailgate does this all this weird shit now, and it costs a thousand dollars. But wh- why does it? Why does it need to do what? What does that add? Because I rem- I remember the GM tailgate. Like we talked about it, we decided ultimately that we thought it was dumb, but it did serve a function. I understood what they were trying to do. I think they went like overboard with it. I think that like the Ford one where there's just a step that pulls out. That's they, this simple. Also, this also has it's step. elegant. It makes sense. I'm good with it. But what purpose does this serve? For Dodge, to, look at our fancy tailgate. That's literally all it does. Because it doesn't make anything. No, it makes nothing easier. I think the only thing it would make easier is if there's something that's out of your reach in the 
that that's a foot farther you can reach or whatever that number is into the bed if something has slid to the front. Right. That's the only thing that I can come up with. And, and to if me, you put a step on it, then I can get in there and reach any of the things that are in there anyway. You got to pay extra for the step. That's another 250 But what I'm saying is a regular tailgate with a step, like Ford has been doing for a decade now, is... No, the steps make sense to me. These fancy fancy tailgates don't make sense to me. They're just Yeah, it's just extra crap for no reason. Extra cost. What they've figured out extra is that... Extra wear points. People, yeah, it's definitely extra wear points and shit go wrong. What they figured out is that for some reason there is a group of people that exist that buy trucks as a luxury item and they can charge people $1,000 for this tailgate and they will buy it or $1,300 by the time you buy the step and all that shit. But they, they have figured out that that market exists and I know who those people are and they will. People who buy the Longhorn edition. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it's people that work in the construction industry. It's probably a lot of people that are well to do in construction. They they look at this crazy shit that I bought. They don't use it. No, I work with those people every day though. Yeah. So do you. No doubt. Uh, yeah, every day. So our friends over at Team Clearcoat, they just managed to get a 2019 Longhorn Edition 1500 Ram. Oh, nice. So that's a 1500. Yeah. It's the, mm-hmm. the little guy. Yeah. $66,000 as equipped. Yep. That's that's the cost of a new truck across the board. For the, the small guy, that's not even the big one. I know. That's the littlest truck that they make right now. Yes. Sixty-six grand. Granted, that was the top of the line. Of it had every package that money could buy, like an insane panoramic sunroof, and all the crazy cowboy tribal that we talked about a year Does ago. Does it have a TV? I don't remember. Mine is a TV. They may have talked about it. I don't remember if they did or didn't. But it's just like, and then here's another thirteen hundred dollars for this because that's you know you know what for sure going to be offered on there. Well, somebody's going to go. Well, I'm not going to buy the Cowboy Tribal sixty six thousand dollar truck without the tailgate because if right. I don't buy it without the tailgate, well then somebody and, else will. Right. And everybody's going to ask me, "Did you get the tailgate?" And I'll have to say no. And I don't want right. to. I don't want to be like that. Right. I want to look when I go to my sidewood and uh, side siding and plywood convention i want to be the guy with the split tailgate thing in the you know in the, the longhorn in the longhorn you know what makes more sense to me is to have like a little compartment in the front or right in front of your tailgate so you kind of that can kind of slide forward and then your tailgate okay. comes down and then just kind of slides in and flies flat kind of like your seats do in your oh, minivan oh look at you so then it's you get that extra foot and it's wide open look at you you can like that makes way more sense than these extra hinges and, and like, shit or you could just leave it down for if you have a six foot bed, you need to haul some an eight foot piece of plywood. Yeah, yeah. Then you have the tailgate just flap in there. Or you could just lower the tailgate. Or you could just lower the tailgate, and, like and just yeah. be done with it, like we've been doing Forever. for fifty years. Yeah, I think there's instead of having really weird ways of doing it, there there are more useful ways to go about it. But to me, it wasn't broken, so why are we fixing it? Yeah. Let's focus on other more important shit. You know what they're going to do next? They're going to put a side gate. Just like the whole thing flaps down? No, just, <laughs> there'll just be a little door that hinges open so you can get stuff from the front. Like the, the like right in front of yep, that's coming. where the step side used to be when yep. they built step yep. side beds, there's going to be a door a there. flapping it. In that, flap that makes more sense than these, than these, actually. I wonder, could you, silly, but wasn't it Dodge that made... Like the storage compartments yeah, they're, in they're the still, bed still, they still get sides. that. They still have that. 
They were really small, and it didn't wasn't that good, but it was kind of nice. The Avalanche has it. It's not bad. Yeah. But you is like, it waterproof? Oh, yeah. Is it? Yeah. I mean, it keeps water out mostly, but, like, dust finds a way in. No. Yeah. Dust yeah. always yeah. finds a way in. Right. So they're not truly sealed, but they don't get wet either. It's like I have toe straps and, sh- and stuff in there. That makes sense. Works perfect for that. Yeah, that's, that's exactly. I mean, that's all I use it for. Is that's one, one side has like my like um, like um, tire replacement stuff, and yep. then the yep. uh, the toe strap. The other side has the hit, the ball hitch and stuff like that. That makes cool. perfect sense. That's exactly uh, yeah. instead of having it just rolling around the back of the truck. Um, does your dad on your on the pickup truck that you guys have? Mm-hmm. Does he have like the swappable balls where you don't have to pull the hitch? You just Push a pin out of the ball, and you can take the ball off and put a different size. No, because I think all there. of our trailers have ended up being the same, okay. the same one. So my dad has my dad has like a two and a two and five sixteenths on sure. yeah. each trailer, you know. And so he bought like this quick change ball, okay. but then the extra ball you have, he puts in his door pocket. And when and if he ever got in an accident, God forbid, I feel like that's going <laughs> to be projectile. Kind of like projectile a, yeah. yeah, like a very heavy, deadly thing. But if you could put it in the bed. Pocket, sure, that nice. It's a better that place nice. for it. That Absolutely. makes sense. So, I, don't well, know, I just think this is dumb. Yeah. Well, good news, Adam, because we're going to talk about more dumb trucks on this next one. Yes, we are. <laughs> GM says the HD styling was top rated by focus groups. I want to know what they showed the focus group. Well, because if it was a rendering, like by an artist's drawing, you know it didn't look like this. Like, that's like telling me that the concept of the Supra versus the actual Supra. Like, yeah, they loved the Supra. Oh, yeah. We were all excited about it. I loved the original Supra. We loved Supra. the concept. And that's I, not what you gave us. I'm going to tell you what the problem was right now. Yes. They took a focus group. First of all, people who are available for a focus group are not the people that should be in a focus group. And they're also the, not the people buying HD Well, that's that's not true. Trucks. They claim. They said that they put together a focus group of people who buy all brands of HD pickup trucks. What type of people are more brand loyal than people who buy trucks. HD pickup trucks? There's not a group that's so more loyal than that. So you're saying they threw it? I'm saying that they got a bunch of Ford. They had Chevy, Ford, Dodge guys in a room, and the Ford and Dodge guys go, "Yeah, build that he- that hideous piece of shit. <laughs> that thing looks great. That build looks it. awesome. <laughs> yes, please do it." And then they, they're all like, "Oh, okay, sounds good." And the Chevy guys, two thirds like, of these people loved it. Let's 66, build this. Sixty-six, seventy percent of the people that came in here said this looks great. Fucked them. <laughs> dead. I'm, I want to make a. You're statement. right, though. I want to make sure. a statement about about styling and the world that we live in now it seems like every every company wants to know what people want to buy people are out of their minds <laughs> we don't know what we want that's that is true tell we me what we i want we don't know what we that's... want sometimes i want a guy to tell me that this is the best thing you've ever seen because I can't think of that thing. Like, if I could think of that thing, then I would start that company. That's why we and pay I would designers. Make, right. That's why people get paid to engineer and design shit, is because I don't know that I need that, and now I need it, and I'm going to go buy it. Back in the day, that's how Back they did it. Back in the it. day, Ferrari made you a car. If you didn't like it, they didn't care. <laughs> go buy a shitty no, Lambo. No, you did like it, whether you liked right. it or not. You know what color car you get? Black. Red. Oh, I'm sorry. Right? I was talking about Ford because you can have any color you want as long as it's black. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's it. That's all you get. I I, I thought it was. Funny. I didn't realize this. That what in the 
it's oh, no. it's it, that's Bobby. That's Sorry. the photos from Chicago. It's way worse in yeah. the photos. Yeah, it it's is so bad. The the fender, the front fender, like that three quarter front shot. It's so it's bad. So, that's what I wanted. GM, to talk. that body what line are is you terrible. Doing? It's screwed up on the fifteen hundred one too, but it's screwed up in a different way. Yeah. So the fe- <laughs> the fender comes up towards the front like a normal fender to the to the headlight and then there's like this extra piece of plastic that goes around the headlight and mat- mates up with the fender. So that little piece in the front that goes under the headlight is just like an extra little bullshit piece that gets bolted in there. That's that gonna looks go flying like when you hit something. It looks like somebody beat the side of the fender with a pipe and put yeah. a crease in it. That's exactly yeah. what Can you pull up the 2019 or 2020 1500 front fender also cuz it's see what I can do. so screwed up. I don't know like if anybody from GM is listening, continuity in design. Like, if you make a line, make it a line. It doesn't need to zigzag and go down and then come back up and do all this weird shit. I don't understand why people go to school for years and they buy those stupid architect glasses and they wear turtlenecks and they do all this. Why do they make these cars that look so stupid? <laughs> Zoom into the front fender. It's so jacked up. The line comes off the light like the other one does. And then look, it goes yeah. to the mirror and then it turns down. Yep, it does. Like feet. Like quickly. It just uh, it disappears. <laughs> Make a line, line. I just—it drives me insane. I don't know what they do when they design cars. It's like, it's—it's—it must be designed by a committee because Some, it's no. so screwed up. Somebody was drawing that. Oh my right? gosh! They were drawing the body line, and then somebody like did walked by them and like bumped bumped them. Bumped, and, ah well. I got to turn this in. This was my. I, I got to turn, turn this in like ten sh- minutes. Shit. I was too busy playing Candy Crush, and I'm up against my deadline. I didn't, going with I it. didn't realize it. This is also the same. So, like, where the headlight meets yeah, yeah. the fender, it's also two pieces. So the fender comes up to about the corner of the headlight and then goes straight line. And yep. then the, the whole piece under the headlight and then down by the wheel, that's a whole separate piece. Not just one piece. I honestly got I just don't understand this at all. No. I don't understand how a company that has, like, tens of thousands of people working for them can put something out that looks like that and go, yeah, that should be fine. Let's put our name on that. This is what happens. This is my legacy. This is what happens when you start your own college and then only hire from that college. Fair enough. Remember when everyone was outraged about the the Bengal butt on BMWs? I love that car. Like it's come around. I love that car. It's not I loved that bad. it when it was new. But see, I feel like like more and more people are getting on board with that car. And I, I feel like it's it's this. It's fault. What car am I talking about? This one. Uh, like, what about oh, that? I got it. Like 2007. Yeah. 7 Series. 7 Series. Or six, 6 Series. It's a 7 Series. The, yeah. The back, yep. the rear view of it. A lot of people God really, damn. really, really hated that rear end. As they should. I'm not a t- totally. I, I don't know how I no, feel. No, see, I, I, I'm okay with this because. I'm in the middle. If you look at. At least if you look at the lines on the car, the line starts at the front of the car, yep, it goes, goes all the way to the, to the back. back of the car, and then it ties into the bumper. So I'm yep. okay with that. Yeah, and it makes that, sense. That that part works. And there's the, an accent line the underneath tail it. Taillights design left something to be desired. But for me, it creates kind of like a ducktail without being a ducktail. Yeah. That's why I'm okay with it design-wise. Um, but people were outraged by this when it came out. They should be outraged by the new and people are series. softening on this now, and that's because all the shit we're making now is so bad that what used to be bad doesn't seem so bad pull anymore, up, pull, and we're just marginalizing everything out. It's just terrible. 2019 uh, BMW 7 Series. It is the worst looking vehicle. Do you see how big the kidneys are in the front? 
what the hell? And then they made is that the one? Yes, and then it's they made like, the eight series that now looks like the updated seven series. Right. It's so screwed up. I just don't understand. What in the hell is a? <laughs> it looks like a beaver smiling. That's what it look. <laughs> it's got a smiley face. Yeah, and it's got this like look at nose those thing. Huge kidneys. Who at gets least- done with this shit and goes, yes, that's what I was thinking that I wanted. And then the bunch of other people with executive well, they were like, director goes, they yeah. were like, mm-hmm. you know what? They were, they were like, well, Lexus, they have these huge grills. They doubled sales last year. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do this. That's the only successful sedan. Yeah. We need to, we need to follow them. Yeah. I won't make you find it, but the 20, but then like the 2019 eight series grand coupe or whatever it's called. It looks great. Yeah, because there's another stupid grill on the front no, of it. So it's it like, are you trying to sell the eight series by making the seven series look dumb? They might be. Yes, they have to. Be. Oh, it's so it's so bizarre. It's they so probably weird. are. It's like on a whole other spectrum. Of yeah, good. that's the coupe. That's, a, that's 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 what, a good looking there's, car. It's a great there's looking a four door version of that. Okay, hold on. No, you don't. Have to I, look. I, don't worry about it. And it, looks, a, it looks fantastic. It's a great looking car. I but, just it. But according to the internet, the four door doesn't exist. Oh, it doesn't. You can't find it. Yeah, yeah it's literally nothing but two doors. So well, we're anyway, with it. that is a current eight series, and it if looks. If they had taken that front end and put it on the seven series, right? Nobody would have been. Ma- maybe I was to- wrong. Totally maybe the, maybe there never was a four door version of it. But I do I know, know that that, or maybe no, I'm probably thinking of the six series. There's too many damn cars. That's part I don't of the Anyway, my point is the front of that car is new and it looks great. It does look. There's great. There's nothing this wrong with r- the front end of that car. The designer that did this got it right. The designer right. that did the seven. There's series no got way it. that that's the same designer. Not it even can't a little bit. But nothing's designed by a person anymore. It's designed by a committee. So they got, that got through fine. The 7 Series somehow got super jacked when it was going through review, design review. Zoom and enhance. That's what happened with it. <laughs> what if we just made the grill bigger? It'll, fool, you, people. It'll Lex, fool people. Lexus has doubled sales. Have you seen the Avalon? It's ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. It's all grill. Uh, well, well, the new uh, 2500 and 3500 HD, uh, they are definitely all grill. That is uh, it's a lot of grill going on in the front. It's the war of the grills. I don't know when this is like going to stop. Squinting from the side too. I, you know what it is. You know what I think it is. It's pent up Anger? need to use a grill, or maybe it's oh, resistance God. to change. Because pretty soon cars won't have grills. Won't anymore. have grills at all. Right. So they're getting it out of their system. <laughs> well, no, that, they're just they're preparing us for it. Oh, if the whole front because end is a grill, if, then it's no longer a grill. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, what it is is like if we just went from the grills we used to have that we liked. Yes. No grills at all. We would have been mad about it. <laughs> but now we won't miss them. But now we're gonna be like, oh, thank they God, it. thank God, oh, so much better, so much better. <laughs> so either they're it's trying just, to get, they're playing the long game here. Either they're taking risks in grill design because they know that that's going away. That uh, that's not going to be an option anymore, and they're exploring some, yeah, some options. unmined depths of of designing grills, or. They're preparing us for when we have no grills by giving us hideous front ends of cars. Right, and then we won't be so mad about not having grills. You know what? It all makes sense now. It's totally fine. I'm okay with it. They're playing chess, and we're over here playing check. Right, yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. It makes sense to me now. All right, next one here. Uh, you can buy a bag run over by a Mercedes-AMG GTR. That's it an is amazing available car. For sale. So, so... Self-proclaimed fashion expert over uh, here. Absolutely, not uh, as much as probably Jabay, but yeah. Uh, does this does this trigger your fancy? You know, are what, you into this? You know what annoys me about this? The cost. Actually, I was no. shocked at how no. That's the problem is that it's 
it kind of makes sense. And it's it, not expensive enough to be stupid. No, it kind of it needs to be more it, expensive. It actually. kind yeah. of yeah, yeah. It kind of works, unfortunately, and it really disappoints so, me because fundamentally, I hate it. <laughs> let's quick explain what they're doing here. So they take a special kind of cloth that's apparently very imprintable, yep. and they stick it right in front of the rear tire of a Mercedes AMG GTR, and then launch the car on its uh, launch control Yes, so that it does a burnout, basically, across this handbag, handbag thereby imprinting the tire tread pattern on the handbag as it rolls across it. And no two tread patterns are alike because it's a separate burnout for every handbag. Right. And it, I hate to say it, but it's kind of cool. It's art. I There's a lot of things I really want to hate about this, and I do not. The like, price? I really want to hate. What was the price? So I'm looking at the Speed Week bag, which is kind of like they're all purple. Like, if you were going to go one? away for a weekend. No, it's not the real so big So you got one. the small one, which is like the handbag. Which, wasn't that like 450 Well, so the Speed Week bag is 580 pounds. Okay. Or no, 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 sorry, euros. So that's about Euro. the same in dollars. It's pretty close okay. to the same. So, like, for, but for a leather handmade bag that was made in Germany. It's got, all like, the a same, really cool story to it. It's got kind of a like, catch. It's like, that's not that much money. It's a car guy themed thing that's not. Like, if you had an AMG and you had this luggage, I'd be like. Like when we were looking at we were looking at fifteen thousand dollar Lamborghini suitcases. Yep, those are carbon fiber though. Yeah, but this makes sense all of a sudden. But you have to get the only like we're not going to walk around with handbags. We have to get the duffel bag because we're going to put our stuff in it. Right. Well, you could get the Speed Week bag. This is like a little mini duffel bag. Yeah, that's what I want. It'd be like a a weekend carry on. Yeah, that's what I need to carry on. What was that? That was what he was talking. That's five eighty. That's five eighty. I thought it was. I thought that one was fourteen hundred bucks. Uh, no, I think, hold on a second, let's see here. I thought there was one that was like 1400 bucks. I'm not seeing... Even that's not an outrageous price. Not for, no, the not weekender, for a designer bag. The Weekender, the, the, like, the duffel bag that almost looks a little bit too big to be a carry-on is 680 Oh, well, what, what am I doing wrong? I totally misread that then. That's not... That's, or I missed mean, a lot of money. Let's not be... No. But Michael's gonna buy one of these. No. He's gonna... He's not... We're gonna roll out to the SCCA convention next year. And he's gonna throw that up on the carry on. If they had a wheelie bag, then he would. No, my, no. I, my thing is, I if but it's I was a Mercedes spend, AMG thing though. If I was gonna spend five hundred eighty dollars or six hundred dollars on a bag or whatever, it's like the last one I want to buy for twenty years. Like that's it. It's gotta be leather. Well, this is leather. Yeah, but no, it's like, like a cloth though. Well, the cloth is cloth, but the rest of that stuff's leather. Yeah, but the that's whole not, outside that's of not the part that's gonna wear out. I yeah, wonder, I don't know how. I that wonder how hard it is work. to get your hands on this cloth material. Not because we know lots of people that like to do burnouts. We make a boot you know, like if, ten tenths bags now. If, 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 if you do a big enough burnout, it doesn't matter what cloth it is; it'll imprint. That's fair. We'll just just, just do it out of canvas. We'll just get like twenty yards of it at a time. Yeah. And Hobby Lobby sells canvas for and like, like just a tape it down to the track, and and Michael can just do tandems across it a couple of times mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then we'll just cut it up into bags. Yeah. And sell that shit. I can sell. Sure. We'll get it. I'll, fine. We'll have somebody who we know that does like water jetting or something like make, make us some a, logos, make us like a tags. No, like a, like a metal brand that we can Uh-oh. heat up and then we can our 10 tenths logo Robbie's, into it. Robbie's doing stuff. Hold on. Time Robbie's out. He says. On our drop shipping website, they sell totes. Get the fuck out of here! Like the, you know those Let's little like book bags, yeah, things, yeah, yeah. those little totes, like yep, like kind of like what they have at the grocery store. Uh-huh. You can get those. We could get the logo on it, 
Take and it then to the do burnouts over it. And it's canvas, so it's just going to soak it right up. And we can sell it for like 100 bucks. You're not wrong. Oh, my goodness. We need to figure out how to take things that cost $5 and sell them for like $500. Yes. I, that's exactly what they're So doing. I'm going to put a 1010 logo on it. I'm going to put a grid life logo on it. We're going to sell it for like $1,000. Yeah. They're all individual and unique. Not No two bags are the same. Yeah. I'll even sign it. There you go. That's worth something. And I'll hug you. If you no, buy that's worth that's probably what, not worth as much. Well, I don't know. Or if you pay, I won't hug you. But that's extra. <laughs> I don't think you can people can pay you not to hug them. I think that that's extortion. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Technically. <laughs> nah, details. <laughs> it's, it's 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 all part of the game. Hey, what I do with my money is none of your business. You can we'll pay do people. It. We'll to, do it in Nevada. You could fine. Yeah. <laughs> Next year. Um See, I don't know if that's your thing. You got to look up, uh, what's this thing called? Hold on a second. It is called the, there's a collection name. Destroy versus Beauty Burnout Collection. It's Which a is terrible a pretty, name. I, I kind of like it. It's kind of like a Beauty and the Beast thing. I like Burnout Collection. So what you're saying is that you like a high fashion leather handbag. I'm not. Each one of them is unique. I'm not opposed to this. You've changed, man. Of the of the like automotive <laughs> art things yeah, that I have seen, this is not the worst. Spending five hundred dollars or six or seven hundred dollars on a bag that's going to be like the last bag that you buy. But do you think this can be that bag? I don't think so. That's no, that's my hang up a little it. bit. I don't right. think it's the last bag that you buy. It's, yeah, it's but not, it's totally it's, reason. Like, if somebody goes, "Oh my god, why would you buy a Louis Vuitton luggage?" I understand that, but like, to spend seven hundred dollars on a bag is in fucking crazy land. Again, I understand, but. If it's the last one you buy and you travel all the time, it makes sense. It makes sense. It's just like yeah. buying. It's just like me buying nice tools yes, that I use every day because as long as I don't lose it, it's probably going to be a ten-year item, and it costs me twice as much, but I, it will last me way, way longer. It makes right. sense. Or and like this belt. I was going to say or the Robbie's belt stupid belt and the, stupid the belt wallet. of the wallet. Yep, my hundred-year warranty. Yes, I, I am in this phase of my life of buying like the last thing I'm going to buy. This is the last black belt I will ever buy. You're awfully young for that, don't you think? Nope. I want to see how long these lifetime warranties are good for. My lifetime. My lifetime, not their lifetime. Question is, are you playing the long game or the short? I game? I think I'm playing the long game. Thing? I think I'm playing the long okay. game. Okay. Well, I just, I don't. It's good to be positive. About I just, it. I don't know. It's good to be positive. I like it. I'm almost thirty. I don't have kids. I'm not married. Spending money on shit. This is whatever. It's not. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, don't judge me. You gotta take care of yourself. People man. spend stupid money on stupid shit. Watches, drift cars. It's that's yeah. fine. It's fine. Since your bae called me out, <laughs> I support this. I'm just living my best life, and I don't really need anybody's judgment for it. That's all I'm saying. Don't at him. Don't at me or at do. all. Or do I get so many ats next week? It's gonna just suck. Please, don't at me either. I don't you guys it. seen the TV commercial where? For Payless Shoes, where they're at, like, Fashion Week. Payless, or it was a... It's Payless Shoes. Yeah, but it's called, they called it something else. But they're, at, they're like, Fashion Week, like, selling... They're like, how much would you pay for this shoe? And they're like, oh, that's a $400 shoe. Like, no, that's a $12 shoe at Payless. Yep. Oh, get out of here. Yeah, th- yeah, people don't realize that you could, you could tell them whatever they want to hear to sell whatever you want. The quality is fantastic. I just cannot believe... Uh, that you could put a shoe together Look like this for, for $600. The, yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Like, it was like, yeah, it's P-A-L-E-S-S-I. 
Pelosi or something like that. But it was just Payless shoes that they had rebranded. Yep. People are dumb. <clears throat> yep. So, anyway, this show's gone a little long. Yeah. Did so? you have anything else? You can only at me if you're making wild offers on my coilovers. That there you go. I don't That's really fair. want to sell. So, <laughs> you need to convince me to sell them. Not with that attitude. I would say... Buy them from me out of spite. I would How say if that? you're in, in Austin, Texas, hit me up this weekend, but this will already... I'll have already left by the time most of you guys listen to this. Coda, baby. Sorry. Hell yeah. Hang out with Dustin. He's going to do some next stuff. Next week, we'll talk about Coda. Yep. I'm pretty excited about it. All right. We'll catch you guys next week. Bye.